4: My father knows how to get exactly what he wants. I remember him telling me when I was a little girl, Ivanka, if you're gonna make a positive contribution to society, you might as well pleasure my big old cock. And I've seen his hard cock in action daily. Ladies and gentlemen, my father, Donald J. Trump.
5: I get it in Ivanka all the time. God
6: is dead. Warning. The Drunken
2: Peasants podcast is full of comedic exaggerations, independent thought, insensitivity, and other offensive content. We strongly urge all viewers and listeners to keep their brains and their skulls throughout the entire duration of this podcast. Failure to do so will result in immediate death. If you wish to support this podcast, there are several ways to do so. First, you can sign up for a free audiobook trial at audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants. Audible is the foremost seller of audiobooks today with hundreds of thousands of titles to satisfy all manner of tastes. Second, if you shop on Amazon.com, please use the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of this video. Every purchase you make helps to support this podcast's existence. Third, please peruse our merchandise and see if any of it strikes your fancy. We sell a lot of t-shirts, so we must be doing something right. One more thing before I go. To make an official submission to the Drunken Peasants, whether it be a video for one of our segments, or fan art, or a picture of you wearing one of our shirts, or anything you think we might want to use on the show, that stuff needs to be sent to the Drunken Peasants Facebook inbox. Please do not send correspondence, as this will be deleted unread. With all that shit out of the way, it's time to begin the show.
3: opinions of the news from an altered perspective fuck it hey, man. you got a joint uh no not on me man i
2: don't have facts to back this up
7: it'd be a lot cooler if you did
1: what the fuck you talking about hey, it's, okay. you're, nothing, okay. you're, it's okay. you're nothing kj you're garbage it's okay. i just want to no, no, be no, light no, garbage, no, no. garbage, <laughs> and
3: now here are your hosts ben and tj we'll do it live no. Well, do it live! Fuck it!
7: Do it live! Fucking things suck!
8: Oh, shit.
3: Yeah!
7: Smoke weed every day.
3: Welcome to the Drunken Peasants Podcast, episode... 239. Manatee Cam. Woo! I think it's safe to say no matter what, it'll be better than the last episode.
2: Nope.
1: (laughs) That was the best episode ever. (laughs) Yeah. I loved it. Whoa. What are you doing, dog? You're not a dog. You're a manatee. What are you doing? I think I was going to say doll. There we go. Oh, Dog. Shit. Just when I get it balanced. You just balanced, had a whole conversation with yourself. I know. Just when I get it balanced, you fucking cut the fucking cam, dude. Look at that. It's perfect.
3: Well, I was going to I was going to bring Mr. Zego on. Oh. Well, oh.
1: he's 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 circling. He's circling the drain there. He ain't even there. Oh shit. I know why. He's dead. I know why. Paul is dead. His plane probably crashed on his way back. No? Yeah. No, that's not what happened. Really? All right
3: if you're sure. I am. Well, cool. So, uh, while I'm getting Paul on, um, and TJ just sits there and does nothing. I am getting out. Oh shit. Oh, Fuck, well. things are falling. Things are falling, Ben. All right. We had problems with the Patreon private show. We're going to do another one. We were able to retrieve the recording from it. So we'll have a f- the full-length private show. It'll just be in two portions.
1: Yeah, what happened was uh, we were trying a new service out um, to try to protect our patrons from uh, having their shit stolen, basically. Well, protect ourselves as well, because uh, there was a lot of people that were watching the private shows that weren't paying so that's obviously not fair to the actual patrons of the show who pay good money to watch a show that's supposed to be exclusive to them. But, uh, the service we used, uh, had some problems and, um, anyway, we thought at first it was just lost, but then we were able to recover it. And, um, so we got about two and two hours and like 12 minutes of a show done. So we're going to do like another hour and uh, add that to the end of that. And that'll be the private show. Sorry for the weirdness surrounding this month's private show, but um, yeah, damn straight. Um, anyhow, um, oh,
3: and also for the hangout people, we might as
1: well just get this out there now. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, Wednesday for the hangout people. Uh, we're gonna do the hangout Wednesday, probably around six. It may be it may be six thirty, but it's gonna be six, six ish. So. We will be there. We'll be doing the Hangout. Um, Scotty's not here tonight. He's uh, recovering from the last episode and all the excitement. <laughs> you know, he's, he's got the vapors and stuff. So he's, uh, you know, he's a little under the weather now. Actually, he's at home fixing um, my shitty computer that never wants to work. Because, um, I don't know. Well, Paul experienced some of it with me. But now it's yeah. not fucking... Now when I fucking open up Premiere and shit... Like, I can hear the audio from the videos I import in there, but I can't see the video. And it's not a format thing, because it's the same format I've always fucking used. But whatever. Um, this is trying to fix that bullshit. And uh, look at fucking Paul, man. It's like daylight there still. Look at that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah. Sun is still out. And um, your yeah, sunglasses fucking, aren't even inappropriate yet. crazy got got fucking crazy in that in that private show, man. He 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 went off the rockers, dude. One too many Vader hits, I think. <laughs> that wasn't even the private
1: show, dude. That was the fucking last episode of the show. He oh, yeah, went crazy. You're right. Yeah, well, dude. Remember, Paul, your fucking Jesus. brain is mush. You, how's it being
2: back in Texas? Uh, it's good, man. Uh, it, it the it's storming here uh of course just in time for me to get back there's a fucking huge thunderstorm rolling in so that's cool um, yeah it is cool dynor's here Dinor's doing good i missed my little dinor, you know
1: yeah paul scotty scotty told you to fucking uh call us or something when you got there safely so uh we never got that so we just assumed you were dead should. just assume you were fucking dead. Bob. Another thing I want to mention uh basketball.
3: is we have a survey down below in the description of this video. Please fill it out. It helps us tremendously. Oh my god, it helps us. And and you know it helps us out in an unexpected way too cuz we get to read the negative feedback from the surveys. <laughs> oh, I always love the negative feedback. Yeah, you
1: don't ever read the positive feedback. We're just like, yeah, negative no, feedback. No, we we did read some of the positive. My favorite. Last time. My favorite. Uh patrons that
3: uh, became patrons to come on the show, I'll be contacting you shortly to bring you on before the end of the month. Uh, I'm also getting a lot of questions about uh, the meetup in Seattle. We have not secured a venue. We were contacted by one, but they wanted thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to secure the venue. Uh, and uh, we can't just pay for that. Yeah, for not for a free event. Yeah, I mean, we would have to
1: we don't charge at no the door. Money. We don't make no money. So, yeah. Um, I'm not sure, you know. Maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. Um if there's not—maybe we can just meet up with some of our fans in, like, a park or something in Seattle if uh, if we can't find a place that will do it. Or we could just fucking—we could just raid a bar, you know? We did, we've done it before. We did that in London. We'll just find a big-ass bar and be like, yeah, everyone meet here, and then they'll just be like, what the fuck is going on? And maybe they'll kick us out. <laughs> Who knows? Probably not. They want to make money. Um— so, uh, anyway, we'll figure it out one way or
3: another. <laughs> I, I pulled up some of the uh, most recent negative surveys. Too, too few guests and also TJ. Yeah, and uh, by the way, I did want to mention that. We do plan on starting to have more guests. We wanted to go on for a little while without guests to kind of, you know, make the show our own instead of a show that always has guests. But we're going to start having more on again. Um, and one thing that has helped a lot in the past is you know fans of the show? They they tweet people that they'd like to have on the show and ask them if they would ever come on. And a lot of them have said yes, and that's how we got a lot of people. I want
1: this dude named Chris Reagan on the show. <laughs> Shut up! He's got a good channel, man. Look at I watched that shit. <laughs> look at this. <laughs> look at
3: this uh, negative feedback.
1: That, that autistic retard Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, I really hate Scotty. Lack of hentai. What damn? Why would we have hen Yeah, well, that is pro- Ben not letting us know it's Atlantic City. Ben, I think it's time we just told.
8: Oh shit! Really?
1: Okay, Ben. Fine, be that way. Oh fuck you, you dude! Denser shit, motherfucker. At
3: first, I, at first, I thought that the you had broken another mic, but then no, I realized. No, you, you know you're...
1: damn well that you disabled my microphone yeah, when I yeah. started talking about the dreaded subject, Scotty Wrestler.
2: What? It's a constant. It's a constant fucking thing with Ben. Like anytime you bring up Atlantic City. Oh shit. What the <laughs> fuck? Ben.
1: Bensership, dude. Hashtag Bensership. TJ's embarrassing handling of any backlash against him. I don't give a shit. This
3: person says they
1: dislike everyone
3: except for me. That's cool. So it's that's like a positive comment for me, but a negative comment for, for everyone, everyone else. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
3: Sometimes this that's one how says goes. This one says they don't like it when Scotty is there. Well, they should like tonight. He's not here. This
1: one says they don't like my mask. Ben's mask. Your mask sucks, Ben. Your mask is shit. Pure fucking shit. Oh, this
3: this one says I'm blander than tap water. And TJ has a bigger that ego is. than Brett
1: Keene. I do. Paul's that's beard probably. isn't enough to mask the jowls. <laughs> you know? And Scotty is sometimes absent, even though the show is basically unwatchable without him. You know, See, Scotty's uh, got... Scotty always acts like everybody hates him, but there is definitely, like, a strong contingent of, like, Scotty's the fucking shit and
2: everyone else is garbage. Yeah, he's, he's probably the most divisive figure on the show, I would guess. Like, because there, there's people that just out and out fucking can't stand Scotty. And then there are people that, that show up to the show just <sighs> for Scotty. So...
1: Just for Scotty. Someone said our our, SJ, our our SJWism. <laughs> what? Yeah, we're so SJW.
3: Oh, my fucking God.
1: I'm sorry, but if you... I mean, like, you can say that we're to the left of you on social issues or whatever, but to call us SJWs is flat-out fucking absurd. All right? When we go around fucking trying to control language and shit, you can call us SJWs. But we ain't doing that, so... Alright, so... I guess we should get... You just did try to control my language by telling me I can't call you an SJW! Checkmate! <laughs> yeah, okay.
3: Oh, and by the way, we will have a new shirt um, <laughs> out very soon.
1: <laughs> Paul not getting fisted enough. That is a big complaint. Uh,
2: yeah, sorry. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to, uh, to keep that running. Uh, one time was more than enough.
3: We're going to have a new uh, shirt that will be released uh, this coming Wednesday on Wednesday's show, and we'll renew all the uh, we'll
1: renew all the older shirts
3: just in case anyone didn't get any. TJ's so shitty out.
1: jokes. You're not funny. Don't try. Wow. Sorry about that, buddy. I'll just stick no, to what, what I know. What?
2: What other job uh, in the world do you go to and you just hear how awful you are at the job? Like, as soon as you sit down, they're like, man, you, you're fucking bad at this. You're horrible.
3: Uh, call
1: center jobs. There you go. Ben knows so. All right. So um, let's move on. Let's All right. Something. You know what it's time for. Ah, shit. You're not even ready. I'm never ready for you're, this. You're never ready. I'm never ready. All right. We'll get it going. Play the intro. I got this. Time, time to, to learn, learn something yeah it is time to learn something for some reason I always go to GG as like the pick cause I can't alright 62 BC is uh, what we're learning about now the um, actual year yeah really yep So the uh, significant
3: things that happened in 62 B.C.? Yep,
1: 62 B.C., man. Year 62 B.C. was a year of the pre-Julian Roman calendar. At the time, it was known as the year of consulship of Solanus and Murina, or less frequently, year 692, ab- Urbe Condita. The denomination, 62 BC, for this year has been used since the early medieval period when the Anno-Domini calendar era became the prevalent method in Europe for naming years. Here's some events. On January 5th, the forces of the conspirator Cataline are def... Yep, Catiline. Are defeated by the loyal Roman armies of Antonius Hybrida, led by Gaius Antonius in the Battle of yeah. Pistoria. Julius Caesar divorces Pompey following the sacrilege of Claudius. Cicero delivers his pro Archaea Poeta in defense of Aulus Lincolnilus Archaea, the something ro- claim to the Roman citizenship. Cato the Younger, as tribune, presents a lex. Frumentaria enacting a grain dole (laughs) Medalist (laughs) Nepos also Tribune leaves Rome Caesar and Bibulus are praetors So there you go 62 62 motherfucking BC
2: Time to learn something
1: that fucking grain dole dude that was controversial. I remember that shit back in the day.
2: Yeah, 62 BC, the year of the great grain dole,
1: man. <laughs> <coughs> that was horrible, man. The grain dole. I remember that shit. The dole. Grain the name Grendel comes from. Grain Grendel, you see? Oh, God. Paul, you're going to love
3: this one. You're going to love this one. You ready? Yep. Troll or not a troll?
5: Hey, Shooter here, I got a message, I got a story <laughs> about last night, the Drunken Peasants podcast, I fucking was trying to get in a hangout with my boy, Brett Keen, and fucking Paul Zigo comes in there, and he starts saying some shit, and then fucking Ben, fucking Ben, the one guy that fucking runs the whole show, he calls me a fucking douchebag, he don't even fucking know me, right now, I'm in Chicago. I'm at the fucking Burger King in fucking Chicago. You want to sell this shit? Come here right now. I'll fucking be here. You come to fucking Burger King, bitches.
2: I'm on my way. I'm on my way to that fucking Burger King shooter, and I'm gonna beat you. In fucking Chicago. Ass. Well, we, we know, Chicago. know it's a tr- we he'll, know it's a
1: troll today, but he'll he'll beat
3: yeah. he'll beat our ass like the Blue Jackets beat the Blackhawks. Yeah.
2: Shooter is a uh, is a Patreon and a frequenter of the. Patreon only hangouts, and he is an unrepentant piece of shit douchebag. So he always there you he go. always
3: has his girlfriend walking around in the background. Like, yeah, that's my girlfriend. Remember that well, time f- we like I
1: fuck we her all the time, to, like, guys. Yeah. All the time I to, fuck like, that bitch.
2: Yeah, we forced him to like put his girlfriend on, and it was all uncomfortable. She's like, yeah, dude, yeah, we fuck all the time. And he's like, see. <laughs> <laughs> wow Yeah he
1: had to prove it to us It was nice But yeah he's trolling here He's trying to do A little Joseph Martelli thing
2: Good try shooter Good try Better luck next time Oh and yeah, we call
1: him shooter Because he reminds us Of Shooter McGavin From um <laughs> You know Yeah he likes yeah. golfing I Which. eat pieces of shit Like you for breakfast Happy Gilmore yeah. yeah You eat pieces of shit For breakfast Ben Holy shit I do
2: that was definitely
1: a fucking troll. <sighs> yeah. Troll.
3: And sadly, that was probably the best one I got. Wow. Yeah. So
1: step up your game, people. I still think we give us some ambiguous trolls. I fucking I brought this up before, I'll bring it up again, man. We need like some more segments like Troll or Not a Troll. Anything that rhymes with troll, you would be like Mole or Not a Mole. It's a freckle. No, that's cancer, dude. Oh, well, a mole can be cancer. Yeah, that's true. All
3: right, moving on.
1: (laughs) All right, this is. could be the first featured on
2: (laughs) the (laughs) show. Yeah, mole or not a a mole?
3: I knew I
1: knew you were gonna say that. Yeah, you knew I was, was gonna say that, it because yeah. you wanted to say it too.
2: Yeah, moon,
1: bloody moon. <laughs> Every time we play a video of his, you play that fucking Austin Powers. Clip, yeah, so bloody so moon. Don't act like you're like so above the fray on this one, man. I am. <laughs> I'm
2: still I'm still pushing for the uh, for the at least weekly sibling rivalry uh, seg- segment where TJ and 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 Scotty air their fucking grievances from the week, man.
1: Don't we just do that naturally without know, the need of a segment? That's,
2: that's why it's easy. We just got to get a slap a segment title on it. When you guys start bitching, boom, we just let it go. You
3: know what's kind of weird? Uh, we're. It seems like everyone is meaner to each other when we're not actually on the show. What's that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, like the all the rivalries that take place behind the scenes, and the and the banter seems more rude and mean than than we actually get on the show. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Paul yeah. said he he had to get used to fighting words with us. Yeah,
2: to be around. To be, well, mostly Scotty and TJ. Like, cause I'm used to like when I hear certain tones of voice and shit. That's usually when I start ducking and like looking for like, oh shit, somebody's gonna get slapped. But it's just the way TJ and Scotty talk to each other. Man,
8: fuck you! That's
2: right here in
7: the middle of this middle of this fucking casino, TJ. I'm like, oh, oh, okay.
1: It's just a normal day.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, uh, political shit. Busted CNN Anderson Cooper caught protecting Hillary. <laughs> Hashtag
1: Crooked Hillary. Yep. Twitter.
3: Hillary
9: Clinton Whoa. blamed the victim. Number 101 when you're dealing with rape cases, don't blame the victim. I have a victim. question already. She blamed a 12 year old girl, a 6th grade 12 year old girl. a real girl, brief
1: one. Like, um, why do I give a shit whose Twitter this is? I'll I don't know. Because I don't. I don't care either. Mr. Underscore Pinko. Everyone tweeted him, let him know. Thanks for putting this video up on YouTube, you miserable cocksucker.
9: <laughs> Seeking the attention of older men and fantasizing about being with older men. There is audio. Wait, what's
2: what's we haven't corroborated any of this. So, I mean, I, I just think you should be very... It's I mean, widely this reported. Not been... It's widely well, wi- reported. Widely reported. So is the National Enquirer widely reported. We, we, widely we reported, can go. Mean not,
4: can... It's not on this
1: network. I would Hold on. Out. Wait a minute. Why is he trying to control what the guest is saying? Like, he can say, like, that's incorrect. But, like, is he's actually trying to be like, don't say that. We can't corroborate that. It's like, do you normally, like, fact check the guest, like, on the spot like that? Because,
2: um... um, I went and looked into this and I listened to the tape where she's discussing, like, some fucking, uh case that she worked on where she was defending a guy that allegedly raped a little girl and blah, 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 blah. Like, and I, I remember listening to it going, yeah, this just sounds like a defense lawyer. Like, yeah, I mean, there's, there's well, nothing in that's... it that, that I I mean, like it's their job to raise reasonable doubt. It's their job to call into question the, the motives of the fucking defendant or uh, the motives of the, uh, the accuser. It's a, it's their job. Like, Hillary's done a lot of shitty shit over her career. This didn't come off as one of them to me. She's just a lawyer. Like, that's what they do. Yeah, I
1: I pretty much agree. I mean, like, uh, if she's a defense lawyer, she's defending a client. I mean, that's what you do. You defend your client. Yeah, even
3: even if you think they're guilty,
1: it's still your job to defend them. Yeah, I mean, that's like the whole idea of the legal system is that everyone's entitled to a robust defense. I mean, it doesn't really actually always work out that way but uh um, you know, she was she was defending an
2: alleged she was defending an alleged rapist tj so she should have put him on trial as 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 his defense lawyer she should have been like <laughs> man you raped this little girl and
10: accused her you know you did some sort of uh uh culpability in her own attack widely reported We, we, we reported. can go. I mean, not, can... it's not on this network i would point out wait we, we haven't corroborated
11: evidence? any of this clinton wrote of the victim i have been informed that the complainant is emotionally unstable with a tendency to seek out older men And engage in fantasizing. Mm
10: -hmm. Wait, we we haven't corroborated any of this. Not on this network, I would point out. This is okay, we get it. We get
1: it. CNN said they hadn't corroborated it, but then there's stories about it on CNN. I'm, you know, Anderson Cooper probably doesn't sit there watching CNN all day. No. I don't know why he's trying to control what the guest is saying. I would just think he'd be like, I disagree or put up some kind of defense or something instead of just being like, whoa, we haven't corroborated it Yeah, that. I mean, we just defended it. I mean, I we just said. Yeah, I mean, why can't he just say what isn't. Paul just said? Like, yeah, well, she's a fucking, she was a defense attorney. What, that's what she's fucking supposed to do. mind-boggling I don't know Anderson Cooper's always been kind of a fucking twat but um you know I don't I don't I don't agree with this smear against Hillary she's a terrible person a terrible candidate she's done a million and one shitty wretched things but to me this is just not one of them this is par for the course for someone who's a defense attorney which I guess she was at the time so who gives a shit I don't give a shit all right, next I was listening one.
2: to like the, 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 the private conversation that's recorded, or maybe it's not even a private conversation, it's something that's in the archives in Salt Lake City or something, her talking to some other defense attorney, and I was waiting for her to say something like just really nasty about the little girl, and it just never happens, like, yeah, she talks about the little girl's motives, talks about how the little girl, you know, apparently did seek out <laughs> the attention of older men and stuff. But there was no like, yeah, that little bitch deserved what she got. And I'm glad I got my racist <coughs> off you know, on, on, on a s- smaller sentence. There's none of that. It's just typical defense attorney shit. Fuck yeah.
1: it. Yeah, fuck that. All right, so Trump. Something yeah. Trump. Trump posed as his own
3: spokesman. Man, John like,
1: Miller I calls like to press. I am it's just me and you in here, Ben, because then we just pass it back and forth. And there's no worrying about, like, passing to Scotty or trying to reach over past to fucking Paul's dumbass. Yeah. None of that anyway let's watch this fucking shit
12: the washington post story that has a recording uh there are many reporters out there several reporters out there who say that they had interactions with a pr person for the trump campaign 20 years ago who sounded quite a bit like donald trump himself and he went under the name john miller and also the name john Barron. um donald trump has sort of said different things about this over the past several years, but here here's the recording that is getting so much attention. We'll let the people listen to it. <sighs> oh, shit. What's your name again? John you work with uh, yes,
8: that's correct. Kind of okay.
3: Is- yes,
1: it does sound exactly like him. I'll say yeah, that. Uh, it sounds like him, but uh also who cares? It's
8: coming from
1: Okay. Yeah, Donald, that's you. Um, <laughs> there's there's no mistaking it. It sounds really like you. I don't really care. I mean, so what am I supposed to? What's the scandal here? He cla- he was he claimed to be his own PR person. I mean, I guess it kind of just fits into the narrative of like he's not as wealthy as everyone thinks cuz he can't even afford a PR person or maybe he just wanted to do his own PR cuz he figured he could do it better than anyone else and he's a fucking constant self-promoting asshole. Who knows why? I don't give a shit. It's really not even close to important in terms of judging Trump as a candidate.
8: Oh, but he's, uh... No, I have met him. Have you met him? Yes. He's, he's a good guy and he's not going <sighs> to audio
2: it's pain yeah it's fucked up anyway uh, uh let's see yeah I, I guess if this was uh, any other political candidate this might be like a big damning story or something but it's donald trump like of course he did this nobody cares financial stuff
8: you liked it what do you think chris <laughs> <laughs> i mean
12: what do yeah. you think
5: well, it, it it does sound a little bit like Donald Trump.
1: Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Uh, Come on. I know you guys are trying to avoid lawsuits and shit, but that was Donald Trump. Come on. There's like practically no doubt in my mind just from the brief little snippets I heard. Yes, that's Donald Trump. It's either Donald Trump or it's someone doing their damnedest, most perfect impersonation of Donald Trump.
3: He's a good guy. Yeah, he's great. He's great. People love him. And that's that's exactly the same kind of shit he says now. They love me over there.
1: They love me. Dude, I've seen shit issued from his campaign that's supposedly from other people besides him, and it's worded all exactly like he talks. So I'm sitting there like, hmm. I think Trump has a very hands-on approach. I don't really think that he is much of a delegator, honestly. I think that when it comes to, like, his own spin and his own personal shit, like, he really loves having that tight rein on the control. You know, I think he he just wants to control the message at, like, every level.
5: And in the past, he has apparently confirmed that sometimes he uses another name to basically do PR for himself, but doesn't want to go on the record as Donald Trump, so he goes on the record as some third party. Okay, so who cares uh, then?
1: So he's admitted. <laughs> he's to even me. admitted he does this. Who gives a shit? All right. How's this even a story?
3: Do, it, CNN and Fox, they both do it, oh, and, and uh, MSNBC.
1: I just, I mean, I love that with these candidates, you got the two shittiest, most hated candidates ever, and you motherfuckers can't even figure out how to sling mud at them. Hillary, when Hillary did her job as a defense attorney, oh, shit. Donald Trump did PR
2: for himself like he's admitted he did in the past.
1: Ooh, who gives a
2: shit? The worst thing about both of these candidates are the shit that they've already done publicly out in the sunlight. Like, you're not going to find the big scandal on these people. They're both shit. Talk about that.
1: It's pretty crazy. So, uh, GOP congressman cites MASH character to oppose transgender rights. Okay.
10: The next thing I'm going to talk about here before I wrap up is what is becoming <coughs> of America right now. <laughs> a lot of us see America changing a lot. And it's not just the the, the political world that's changing it's the mm-hmm. moral world that's changing. Yeah. No, I'm going to read a little bit. I
1: mean, yeah, but it's mean, always
3: happened. I mean, he makes it sound like there's more what you, you know, stuff he deems immoral happening, but it's just that it's being more accepted.
1: Okay, you know? but this guy, you could literally take this guy's speech and put it in any time in history. At least that beginning part You can put it almost any time, and people would still be like,
2: yeah, times is fucked up, ooh. Now now women are wearing pants, and there's talks that they're going to get the vote, man. The the morality of this country is just unraveling.
1: (laughs) I mean, so it's like, okay, well, it's all this old song and dance again. Who gives a shit?
10: From a book I read a while back, just one paragraph, you'll stick with me. Okay. That kind of stuck in my mind, because I'm 60 years old. And it reminded me of the way people... You still look younger than Brett Keene. Yeah! yeah. What,
1: the f- what the actual fuck?
10: The book is Coming Apart by Charles Murray.
1: Uh, they should have uh, put it together better, I guess.
10: And this, this refers to a Gallup poll that was taken uh-huh. in 1962. I can't see that clearly, but I bet a lot of you out there remember 1962. I'm right?
1: blinded by the light of my you own know. hypocrisy! Ah!
10: To get a sense of just how different attitudes were in the early days, like a douche and ready for
1: a fight.
11: <laughs> all right. Ever
10: married women were asked by Gallup, okay. in your opinion, do you think it is all right for a woman to have sexual relations before marriage with a man she, does, she knows she is going to marry? Note the wording not sex with someone a woman is dating, not with someone a woman loves. But with a man she knows she's gonna marry. Okay. You know how many how women answered that question in nineteen sixty two? Eighty six percent said no.
1: Is oh, that kind of sh- It's almost like there was a bunch of social pressure for them to answer that way. Huh? Yeah, and, and how many of them lied? <laughs> almost all of them. Yeah.
10: Shocking number. Yeah. It show now now we go forward to today.
1: Yeah, today, right. Barack,
10: or, Joe Biden, the vice president of the United States, and somebody and someone who some people think the Democrats should have run for president as the more moderate candidate, uh, says that the civil rights struggle of our time is transgender rights. Okay. Their pre- presumptive nominee, Hillary Clinton. Remember, there was a show, Mash, a while ago, in which some, you know, one of the a while guys ago. A, dress.
1: a while ago. Like was, 30 years a show ago. Called Mash. <laughs> It was on the TV, y'all might remember it. So I thought they were gonna, how do you go from the, the thing about, oh, 86% of women said they wouldn't sleep with the man they weren't married to, even if they knew they were gonna marry him, to transgender people, like, I thought you were going to at least, like, cite the fucking modern version of the statistic where it's like, Now, fucking 99% of girls have sex 82 times with 82 different men before they ever even think the word marriage. What, What dark and evil times we live within. I mean, I thought you were going that direction. Instead, you just, like totally just jump to the non-sequitur of like, you know, transgender people remind me of mash. Uh, uh,
3: (laughs) I know he's going to bring up Corporal Klinger and all that was was a guy who wore a dress to try and get kicked out of the military so he could go home from the war.
1: And that's, that's it. He wasn't transgender. He should have gone the extra step and just been like, you know, just pay some dude to butt fuck him in the middle of the camp or something. Like, yeah, just fuck me the ass real quick. If, if any, Better than being stuck in this war.
3: If anything, he was like a cross-dresser. He mm-hmm. wasn't transgender.
10: Hillary Clinton says one of the goals is to get the transgendered in the military. That's one of her goals. And they say we don't care enough about economic issues.
1: Wait, what? Sorry. What's Hold the, on. How did he get from MASH to that? Wait. So transgender, MASH, Hillary Clinton, economics. What? What is happening? What's going on? This guy's all over the place.
10: <laughs> I, I guess what I'm pointing out here okay. is that we do have a moral decline in our country. Cool. We have some of the biggest businesses in America weighing in on laws in georgia and north carolina mm. we have the nfl here we are in green bay wisconsin we have the nfl weighing in saying that georgia institutes a law that in essence allows mm. churches to be churches they can't have the super bowl isn't that, okay. isn't that sad hard to yeah, believe for
1: uh, real i'm crying inside man believe me deep down tears tears um i'm
3: sure, I'm sure on that's on what this, the legislation
2: is too it's, it's just totally just non-sequitur, sequitur than-
3: for, no, non-sequitur. I just want to hear what he's talking about, M.A.S.H. Is
10: going on. It's, like, it's
3: not going anywhere. He mentioned it for like a second, but didn't even
1: elaborate on it.
10: So the final thing I'll leave you with is not only a plea to... Uh, he's
1: not going back, dude.
10: A plea for the enthusiasm That's so weird. we need to get the big turnout we need.
1: He's retarded. There was a show called M.A.S.H. I'm not going to reference it any further, but it existed. Anyway, November. transgender We're Hillary Clinton
10: economics. Country. Because, NFL. Uh, as one commentator says, to a certain extent, our leaders are. A to <clears> us <throat> us mm-hmm. And pray for our country that we regain the moral bearings that we should have so that God continues to bless our great country. Mm-hmm. Thank you.
3: So, yeah. like, people have conferences that people actually attend
1: like this. <sighs> what do you think the... during that boring ass speech, you know? <sighs>
2: Come and listen to three and a half hours of speaking on the moral fabric of society. Somebody came. Somebody showed up.
1: was me.
3: Jeb Bush confronts Black Lives Matter. I've seen this. Jeb Bush has a fucking Black Lives Matter protester on the ground, and he's, like, ready to fuck him up. So, an irre- uh,
1: irrelevant man versus an irrelevant movement. Cool. Let's take a look. You shouldn't have do
8: it. By
7: the way, okay. You asked for it.
1: You asked for it, bitch.
7: Dude, just get off of
10: me. No, why? You're just struggling.
1: Is this Jeb oh, Bush? Oh, whoa. <laughs>
2: Jeez. Jeb, is come on. Is that Jeb Bush punching somebody?
3: Yes. Yep. That is Jeb fucking Bush. Let's, let's watch it again. Jeff, if you had done this earlier, you probably could have won the election, oh, dude.
1: Take this, you black hooligan. No, just <laughs> hey, 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 hey! hey, hey, hey. I Don't. Oh, it's a woman. It is a woman. He said she's. Do you think Jeb Bush? Me. You think Jeb Bush would actually, like, sit there and, like, punch a black man or that these four old, fat, white dudes could even hold one down that was, like, young and fucking strong and shit? She started biting him, so he started decking her
3: in
2: the fucking face. Hold on, one more time.
1: Punch, punch, punch. Yeah, do it. Punch that bitch, Jeb. Put that bitch in a place, Jeb. Oh, yeah, Jeb. Yeah, you got it, Jeb. Oh, yeah, Jeb. Fuck her up, Jeb. No, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you
3: bite him, he has the right to punch you. Sorry. I, will, I, I don't know what I'm happened uh, say, before yeah, this.
2: I was going to say, what preceded this? Like, how do, we go from, how do we go to Jeb Bush straddling a Black Lives Matter protester and punching her in the face over and over? Like, did she dump something on him? Did she punch him? Like, what happened? Who knows? Yeah, what does, does it even matter?
12: matter? I go to the hospital. Um, are the cops?
1: Hey. Are the cops on your way? Yeah, I would imagine so. Jeb Bush and a protester like literally sitting there on the ground punching each other, so well she's biting him, he's punching her. There's some other white dudes like, Oh shit,
2: we got her under control. Aren't there like <laughs> uh like uh Secret Service people I guess he doesn't get those now that he's dropped out of the race, huh?
3: No, no, he doesn't get those. He's just some even schlub. As like a,
2: even as like a former governor or whatever, is, he, is he still the governor? He's not, right? He's not the Florida governor.
3: No, like no, he's not. He hasn't been for quite some time. He's I just kind of
2: picture like people of that status just having like a dude. Maybe that, maybe that was the dude that was holding the chick's arm down. I don't. Yeah, know, he looked but... tough.
1: No, I don't think there was anyone with him. I think it was just like him and some of his like fat friends just kind of shambling around town doing whatever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Punching people.
1: Jeb probably faked the whole thing so that he would have a chance next election cycle. Remember when he punched that fucking black chick? Yeah, Jeb Bush. <laughs> yeah, Jeb know? Bush for
3: president. Twenty twenty.
2: What a, what people don't know is, as he punched that woman, he had a fistful of those metal turtle figurines, so it was even harder. Sweet. All right, Remember next those little metal turtles.
3: And he had a boner, too. Reporter <laughs> tells Megyn Kelly that Trump possibly leaked the John Miller story. Yeah. What the fuck is the John Miller story? I think it's that same story about the PR thing. Oh, you know what? Fuck that, then. Uh, Donald Trump on the defensive over his past. I wonder if this is the same thing. Probably. Let's see. In
11: politics and in life. Ignorance is not a virtue Donald Trump facing a not-so-subtle critique Sunday from the man he's campaigning to replace
3: It's not cool to not know what you're talking about
1: That's not keeping it real or telling it like it is that's
2: just not knowing what you're talking about
1: the presumptive Republican That's the most enthusiastic I've seen Obama in like eight years (laughs) Yeah. Yeah Now that he's just back, like, ah, oh, thank God, I don't got to be president anymore, sweet. Yeah. I can just campaign again, yeah. Comedy coming under fire amid new
11: allegations of inappropriate behavior with women. Dozens of women revealing to the New York Times accounts of, quote, unwelcome romantic advances, unending commentary on the female form, and unsettling workplace conduct. Oh, shit. Has unsettling,
3: more respect- huh? He's about to say no one has more respect for women than he does. Like no one. That I do. No <laughs> one.
1: Not a Nobody. single fucking person. Not even Steve <laughs> Shives.
3: <laughs> Nobody. I like how he can just make such crazy statements like that. Oh, he just says whatever he wants. Defense He's always the greatest at everything. Lashing out dude. on
11: Twitter, slamming the report as a lame hit piece, dishonest, and a witch hunt
3: trump's allies he's the first presidential candidate that i can think of that like communicates with the public through twitter just like slinging mud on twitter it's a wise strategy dude
2: people love those uh, tweets usually like it's not it's not uncommon for pol- politicians to say things on twitter but you can tell it's been run through the mill of public opinion you know like pr people have Checked it and double checked well, yeah, it. Yeah, usually it's a
1: staffer that's handling that shit, but with him, like you know he writes his own fucking Twitter. Because uh, it's clearly him. I want him and the Iron Sheik to have a Twitter flame war. Maybe that could be his VP, dude? <laughs> no, no, it can't be because Iron Sheik oh, can't run Well, for he'll president. change that. Trump, Trump's going to change everything. He'll make it he clear change Iron Sheik Can be in there. No, he can't change it. Well, he'll it. make Iron Sheik the head of Muslim relations or something. <laughs> It's going to be his new department.
11: <laughs> Offering
6: a defense. But people have not expected uh, purity on his part. What they're concerned about, they're deeply concerned about, is this somebody strong enough to
11: take on Washington? RNC Chairman Reince Priebus acknowledging it's an issue he will have to confront, but won't change the voter's decision. These are things that he's going to have to answer for. All these stories that come out, and they come out every couple weeks, people just don't care Trump also denying reports that he used to pose
1: as his own publicist in the 80s and 90s Under- uh, who gives a shit who gives a shit alright so yeah this dude was a fucking uh, playboy at one point that's what he did so yeah of course there's women saying that like, oh, he made unwanted advances towards me yeah. unless, you Rans- r- unless you got some unless you got some
2: more like go ahead I'm. I'm sorry. Just Rance Priebus is right. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah, he's right. These stories do come out every two weeks, and his numbers don't fucking change. The people that are voting for Trump probably like the fact that he's uh, not fucking like your average politician. He he says things. He said things in the past. You know. Um, I, I I get the I get the feeling that he's right. Nobody gives a fuck about this. Nobody's going to be talking about, oh, the John Miller conspiracy. No.
1: I don't care. Ben doesn't care. Paul doesn't care. America doesn't care. CNN cares because they're the Clinton News Network, and they're trying desperately to fucking tear down the House of Trump, but this this lame attempt is not going to be how it's done. Trump can be destroyed, (laughs) but not with this lame shit. No one cares about this.
2: What would it take? For Trump to be destroyed.
1: Uh, You'd have to have some. Well, we'll get into that some other time. All right.
3: uh, Next one. uh, Marco Rubio sounds alarm on Zika. Oh, shit. Because now that he's not running for president unsuccessfully. Now he's going
1: to run for the president of getting rid of Zika. Yes. Shit.
4: While I have you, Sanjay, uh, you and I have both been covering the Zika crisis in South America and Puerto Rico uh... for quite some time i want to play some sound from senator marco rubio on the senate floor this afternoon as lawmakers were debating uh... finally fulfilling the obama administration's request for almost two billion dollars to fight the zika virus and prevent
10: an outbreak here in the united states listen to what the senator said they're freaked out about the zika thing i don't know any other term to use if they're freaked out then i'm very concerned about it as well and that's why i do support Fully and immediately funding this situation, and I've asked our colleagues to do so as quickly as possible.
2: I hope that
3: that's interesting. Republicans wanting to fund things. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. You, usually, they find themselves on the other end of that. Let's defund. Uh, it, right? yeah. because, because my because my <laughs> constituency cares about this Zika thing. Let's fund it. Let's throw a bunch of money at it. <laughs> Let's just remember that
1: the Bush administration was uh one of the fucking most spend happy administrations ever. So I mean like it's just it's just part of Republican rhetoric you know, to say like <laughs> we're against big government and spending and shit. Once they get in there, they love spending. They ain't against it. They just wanna fucking spend well, for the things they, they like. They
3: were spending to like help it, Bush was spending to like help his buddies out more than
1: anything yeah, else. Yeah, you know,
3: and to uh, fucking keep his little wars going. Like shit like no well, that also helped his buddies. Yeah, of course. But you know it's also
1: like those big war contracts. Whole no Shit. child left
3: behind thing mm-hmm. that he, he I, I believe his brother was in charge of that
1: so
10: there is real urgency about dealing with this i understand this is not a political issue there is no did such you have thing any uh, experience with the uh Zika or
1: with that no child left behind thing did you have any experience with the uh, the catholic version no child's behind left <laughs> No. Good one, though. Uh, I I can't take credit. That was something that was in the zeitgeist around that time.
10: Crap position on Zika. Because these mosquitoes bite everyone. And they're not going to ask you what your party registration is or who you plan to vote for in November. This is a real... Gotta get rid of
1: them damn mosquitoes. I'm sorry. Um, Zika, uh, pretty low on my list of things I'm worried about. So, I mean, I'm glad that you're tackling some kind of thing that you think is a real important issue, but it's not. So... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, th- I think the reason this is happening is because uh, one of the few places in the U.S. the Zika thing's really going to be a problem is in the American South, which is, of course, the big Republican voting block that huh. they rely on. So, yeah, that's probably why this is even happening. Um, if this was affecting, like, the California coast or something, he'd be like, fucking Zika ain't nothing. Quit your whining, liberals. Bunch of damn sissies. Yep. It's true.
4: Threat. Senator Rubio is basically Hang saying up it's one time of them to bugs freak affers. out about Zika. Does he make a point?
10: Mm. Well, you know, here's what I would say, Jake. And as you point out, we have both been reporting on this for some time. Um, there's, there's the concern about Zika has grown. It hasn't diminished. I think as we've learned more about the potential birth defects that are associated with Zika, they're greater in number, not fewer in number. It's still the the vast majority of concern is still for women who are pregnant. The you know the
1: vast majority of people who get uh, bit by a mosquito who gets Zika virus uh, are not uh, not going to have much in the way of symptoms. The vast majority eighty percent of people won 't even know that they 've had this infection but I think uh, I think Senator Rubio makes a point in that look if Ebola taught us anything once we start if Ebola taught me anything it 's that Americans will get scared of fucking like anything any disease especially like oh avian flu h one n one all this shit <clears throat> but then these same Americans that are afraid of all these diseases, a bunch of them are also like, fuck vaccines. That causes well, yeah, autism. That's, ri-
3: that's ridiculous. But H1N1 did kill a lot of people, like, down in, like, Central America and Mexico. Sure. And, and like that.
1: you know, if I was living there and it was an actual problem at the time, I'd be like, holy shit. Well, I mean, a lot of people dying around we're me. The, we're on the same continent as them. So sure. It's like, but did it ever get up here? No. Uh, a yeah, little bit. A little yeah, bit. Some, was uh, there, there was no mass, you know, like, let's dig the mass graves in fucking Chicago. No because H1N1 done hit the city or something. Nothing like that. Nothing even close. And it's the same thing with all these fucking diseases. I mean, like, yeah, eventually there will be some new disease that fucking kills a bunch of Americans. It'll happen. But chances are it's not going to be one of these popular diseases the news fucking predicts. And when it's actually a story, when it actually kills a bunch of people here in America, then, you know, maybe we can give a shit. But I don't care about Zika. I didn't care about the avian flu. I didn't care about SARS. I didn't care about any of this shit. I've never cared. It's never affected me. It's never affected anyone near me. (laughs) You're muted, Paul. There's nothing coming out of your, your speakers there. Sorry,
2: I muted it when I got up. Zeke is even less of a concern for me because, like, birth defects are what it causes, and I'm not, there's no kids on the way here. So, yeah. Yeah, Paul's no balls are already care. useless.
1: So what you gonna do? You
2: know what? Never heard. I, I oh,
3: is he the guy Brett Keen was talking about? What? <laughs> Brett Keen always uh, brings up that Paul can't reproduce all oh, the yeah. time.
1: Paul can just clone himself.
2: I'm real worried about it. It's real. Uh, it's a real. It's a real deep concern of mine. Yeah,
3: there were more. I, I just looked it up really quick. 14,000 people worldwide died from H1N1, Ooh. which really wasn't that much. It's nothing. Most of them were, were in North and South America. I guess that's why people got freaked out, because it was like on our side of the world, it wasn't
1: like far away. It it wasn't shit. No. I mean, you know, 14,000 people uh, on the entire planet die of something, and I'm supposed to be fucking scared of it. No, I mean, I'd be more afraid of driving. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of shit that's way more likely to kill me than fucking, ooh, H1N1 or some stupid shit or Zika birth defects. I don't plan on having any kids, so fuck that. Who cares?
3: All right, uh, John Kasich. I guess I didn't know this, but I guess people have been telling John Kasich to run third party. No, he's not going to do that. Oh, yeah, he says he's not going to.
5: your name has come up in the news a lot just the last couple of days, and I want to ask you about it. There's a story in Washington Post this weekend. It's got a lot of pickup uh, that a number of uh, Republicans, conservatives, uh, Mitt Romney uh, among them, uh, what does Kasich always look like? Pos-
2: he's trying to like stop himself from puking whenever there's a shot <laughs> of somebody else talking. And it's just space to space, he looks like he's just about to blow like a fucking giant vomit all over everything. He's trying to do it back. <laughs> yeah maybe he's uh, maybe he's the incredible
1: Hulk and he's just trying to stop himself he'll like me when out. I'm angry He's like oh God I hold back the, the green rage beast
10: third party
2: Or maybe he just hates Anderson uh, or Cooper's a, a face independent candidate <laughs> or conservative.
1: Oh my God maybe Anderson's it's checking helping. me out man he's, clo- he's like, uh, oh no more no more candidate. Uh, your name has been <laughs> mentioned. Has Mitt Romney recently
11: So out flustered. Well I don't
10: I don't want to get into who I've had a phone call with somebody that wanted me to run consider running as third part, third party candidate. Are you considering running? No, I'm not going to do that. No. <coughs> Why? Well it's I, I think that um
3: because he's the most establishment Republican out of anyone who ran.
1: Okay, anyone who does this... I mean, like, the the Republican establishment might talk some conservative into doing this ridiculous third-party run, but whoever they convince to do it, probably their political career is over after that because they're just, like, going to be seen as, like, a joke candidate or they're going to be seen as someone who fucking stole the election from Trump by splitting the fucking did, conservative did, vote. Did you hear about... Um the shit that went down at the
3: Nevada Democratic yes. Convention. Yeah, I did. That's crazy. Crazy shit going on. The, the parties it, are divided.
2: It didn't make sense for Kasich. Like, it, it makes no sense for him to run his third party. Nah. Because he, was, he, st- he stood silently on the stage. Like, he was up there as a major national candidate for months and months and months. And people didn't fucking vote for him. So... What are they? Oh, now that he's a third party, now I'm going to show up in the numbers required to get him into the White House. Like that doesn't for Kasich. He maybe is, yeah. for like Trump. <clears throat> if he hadn't secured the nomination. Might have been able to pull you some whoop-de-doo.
3: If if Kasich won, if Kasich or uh, if Kasich ran for president, third party, he would literally just fuck the Republicans because he would steal all the Republican votes in Ohio, and that would cause you know, whoever's the Republican Trump to, yeah,
1: to not win. Yeah. Trump to not win um, Ohio. And then he would lose. I I just feel like, uh, I mean, Kasich, I can see why they made this pitch to Kasich (laughs) because if you look at like national polling, he actually does poll very well. He gets a lot of good—he gets a lot of independence. He gets a lot of Democratic crossover vote because he's a nice middle-of-the-road, like, I'm just your average political candidate and don't really seem too scandalous, don't really seem too exciting. I'm basically a fucking bowl of fucking oatmeal. He used to be a host on Fox News. So, I mean, he could probably get some of the vote, but um, it would just be a spoiler if he'd just be a spoiler candidate, which maybe the GOP wants that so that they can be like, oh, well, oops got Hillary, and then they can just fucking try to do the same thing they've done with Obama, where they just pretend like they're fucking gridlocked fighting Hillary till the end of time. All right. uh,
2: What was Kasich Kasich pulling when he was running? Like, 1% of the vote, 2%? Like, where's this, like, groundswell of support for a third-party candidacy for Kasich? Um... I
1: mean I would I mean I just say like if you looked at like national polls at the time he was doing he did well in national polls among like the republican voters obviously he didn't do shit or he would have been a minor of a contest I mean he was getting like there were some states where he got like 20 30% of the vote but um in most places it was you know he was hovering around like single digits so um, you know, I don't think he would have a very promising third party candidacy, but, you know, a lot of the Republican base doesn't like Trump, uh, just like a lot of the Democratic base doesn't like Hillary. So we'll see. It's going to be a weird election, that's for sure. But there's not going to be any Kasich third party run, nor should there be.
3: Here's, here's the last uh, news story. It's uh, Hillary Clinton works to beat Bernie Sanders in Kentucky.
12: I'm not going to give up on Kentucky
5: in November. But before November, Hillary Clinton had a more urgent task in mind today, her battle with Bernie Sanders. <coughs> Pledged delegates. She's hoping to interrupt Sanders' recent winning streak, campaigning across Kentucky on the eve of Tuesdays.
2: Look at that fake-ass smile. I'm not going to give up on Kentucky. Yeah, it's like all I'm of a sudden, suffered. all I'm of a like sudden... You. <laughs>
1: No. This here. I ain't giving up on this here election just yet, y'all. It's like, okay. Thanks, Hillary. Primary.
12: I want to help bring back
1: the. Oh, my God. What? Back. I, 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 I want to help, <laughs> help bring back. <laughs> I suddenly <laughs> am a Southern woman. I mean, Bill. I this, the
2: Bill has a Southern accent.
3: Probably... What's that? Kinda. Uh, yeah, I mean, he doesn't. I feel your pain.
1: Well, Bill actually is, is from Arkansas. Yeah, and he, his accent doesn't change mysteriously right. based on where he is, either. Hillary's does, and it's fucking creepy.
12: ...kind of economy that worked for everybody in the
5: 1990s. And revealing more about Bill Clinton and his role in her White House.
12: I've already told my husband that if I'm so fortunate enough to be president and he will be the first gentleman,
5: yeah. I, I expect him to go to work. It's another way
1: to fire uh-huh. up Democrats. Ooh, yeah! I expect him to go to work. For the <laughs> price of one. <laughs> He's gonna go to work for the American people.
5: Nothing good. more than to focus exclusively on Donald Trump. Here's the question. So, what is your plan to create jobs? Even envisioning what a debate with him would sound like.
12: His answer is, "I'm gonna create them. They're gonna be great. I know how to do it."
1: Now here's what the debate would sound like to me. Double 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 doll doll double doll. <coughs> double double doll. <laughs> yeah. yes.
3: I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm going to watch the debate. I hope it'll be
1: entertaining. I think
2: it, it can be. It could
3: be. Yeah. It could be
1: entertaining. It could be fun. Yeah.
2: I'll, I'll watch the first one. And if it's if it's entertaining, I'll watch the rest. If the first one doesn't pay off, then I'm probably gonna be out. I'm probably done. Paul taps out. Nope, no more.
12: But I'm not telling you what it is I'm going to do.
2: But Sanders
5: okay. is going quietly, campaigning today in Puerto Rico and trying to speak Spanish.
7: El pueblo de Puerto Rico es más
5: importante. Clinton is only 140 delegates away from hitting the mark needed to reach the party's nomination. She needs to win only 16% of the remaining delegates. Sanders needs
1: 102 um, percent. He's going to get it, 102 percent. He's going to get, gonna get 102? 102 <laughs> percent. He's got it locked down. Sanders. Unreachable
5: goal unless a flood of superdelegates suddenly came his way. No matter the size of her lead, some Sanders supporters simply won't accept it. Raw tensions on display at the weekend Nevada Democratic Convention. Booing, <laughs> shouting. The fight Fuck yeah. so intense over delegates too I can't wait for the Democratic the National, National
1: Convention It's gonna be fucking a shit show dude It's gonna be great there's gonna be fucking like I hope they just like do battle in the fucking convention halls and like Thunderdome they take all the fucking Hillary Clinton super delegates and like put them up against the wall It's like change your vote or face the firing and squad they're like okay I feel the burn just fucking take over by violent revolution. Just like socialists always have. Early,
5: but this Democratic family feud may seem polite compared to what's awaiting Clinton in her fight with Trump. He's the one person Democratic leaders believe can unify their party.
12: I've been called nearly dun, 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 everything, dun, dun, dun. but I've never been called a quitter, and I will not quit on you.
3: Mm. She's never been called a quitter. Hillary, you're, you're, you're a, a quitter, quitter,
1: Hillary. Yep. Yeah. First there you time go. for everything.
3: All right, guys, we're going to pause for a break. We'll be right back
1: after these messages. I've always been a terrible cook, and one of the hardest things for me is the prep work, getting the ingredients from the store, measuring everything out, knowing when to do what and how to time the recipe so that everything comes out at just the right time Luckily for me, Blue Apron takes all the prep work out of cooking They're partnered with over 150 local farms, fisheries and ranchers across the United States and they deliver recipes and perfectly portioned out fresh ingredients and humanely raised meats right to your door for less than $10 a meal. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Even I Quite possibly the world's most inept cook made a dish of creamy spring linguine with sugar snap peas, asparagus, and mint. The meal turned out marvelously. Even Ben, my hypercritical co host, was pleased with the results. Ben, is it any good? Yeah. Does it mean the Ben seal of approval? Yeah.
3: And I'm kind of surprised because. TJ, TJ made it? Yeah.
1: TJ made it. Yeah. Check out this week's menu and get your two meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com peasants. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com forward peasants. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Now and now and now and now, now and now and now and now, now and now and now now. We're back. All right, so um, uh, gonna talk a little bit more about Blue Apron, our fucking sponsor, bitch. It's Buy good to have sponsors. Buy that shit, you fucking pieces of goddamn garbage. Look, if you're like lazy, if you want like home cooked shit, but you're too lazy to go to the store, or maybe you're antisocial like me and you just don't want to be around people. He paid <laughs> Scotty. $20 to go to the store and buy him potato salad. I didn't even pay him to go to the store. He was already going to the store. He just wanted $20 to fucking get the potato salad there. Wow. Because he's like, you all, you, I always ask you to get me stuff, and you never do it. Which is a lie.
3: I do it at least 40% of the time. So we're, we're challenging our audience to go to the link in the description.
1: Yeah, at least give it a shot, man. It's pretty good shit. Get we we made the meals everyone i made it for fucking everybody everybody liked it we All want you it. guys ben to get
3: it. a meal and make a video of you making it yeah and if it actually looks edible
1: <laughs> if you do a good job we will play the video on the show if you don't do a good job you're a moron cuz right. the recipes are like they're so easy it's like they, they it's right. like they make everything super fucking easy it's like idiot proof it's like cooking for dummies basically yeah
2: there's
3: mm-hmm. no uh measuring or anything like that yeah it's already it really was
2: like watching tj cook this thing they give you like a recipe card and he's like okay chop this throw it in the pot like it's literally that easy and what he made like fed everybody in the house it was good
1: yeah so check it out especially if maybe you're cooking for multiple people they have meal plans for two people they have meal plans for four people it's all good check it out Uh, You get some money off. You go to our fucking uh, link. I think it's in the description section here. Yeah. Um, So you can check that out if you want to do that. And uh, we're going to move on to our fucking crazy people.
3: And we're going to make more cooking videos because we've got more stuff from Blue Apron on the way. Got more stuff coming. We'll we'll show you, bitches. Show you what we got. All right. Uh, Yes. Crazy people.
1: Hey, this is different. I like it. But is there a manatee? Oh shit, there is. Well, yeah. it's just just when I got used to the fucking manatee, they fucking spring a new one on me. Yep. Shit. How it,
2: it swoops down into the shot. <laughs>
1: Fuck. Oh, that's that. There is the king of the manatees. <laughs> the king. No, he's you not know, the drunken king. Drunken peasants
2: fans call me the king of the manatee. <laughs> No, they don't. They just call you the manatee, retard.
1: Yep. Let's take a look. More
3: Trump shit, even though we're in crazy. This is a guy talking about why he's voting for Donald Trump.
1: It's going to be great. Cool.
6: So I met dinner yesterday. Yeah. And I realized I never explained why I'm voting for Donald Trump. Do it. I personally believe right now for the 2016 cycle that Donald Trump is the best candidate that we have for president of the United States. That's who I'm going to be voting for.
1: You know, um, the sad thing is, I mean, that's not really much of a bragging right at this point, though. You know, like, as shitty as the candidates are... I mean, Donald Trump, yeah, maybe he is the best. I don't know. I mean, I'd probably say there's probably better third-party candidates, but they have no chance. I mean, of the two candidates that might actually win, it's Trump and Clinton. So, yeah, I would say that Trump maybe is the best there, but what, I mean, like, it's, like, so debatable because they're both horrible. They're just both wretched human beings that no one in their right mind should ever want to vote for, and one of them is going to be the president no matter what. And I think it's probably going to be Trump, so good news for you, I guess.
6: Yeah, I maybe, numerous amounts of reasons why yeah, I I'm flipped voting for just the coin them. like the
2: rest of us are going to do.
1: You're not even participating in the coin flip, Paul. You're just like, I reject <laughs> the system. I reject Fuck the system. With. I ain't flipping no coin. I just staying home and fucking jerking off. Donald Trump.
6: Yet to this date, today, I have yet to hear him say something that I did not agree with. Cool. And I know that sounds appalling to many of you, but that's—it
1: doesn't really sound appalling. It just seems like maybe you don't know everything he said, or maybe you're just really dumb. Like, I don't feel appalled. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm appalled. Uh, I'm just kind of like, okay, well, you're retarded.
2: <laughs> that's all. We gotta, we gotta stop bombing their fucking families, man. We gotta go after their wives and children. Yeah, man, that sounds good. Like, I, I, yeah, you haven't been listening or you're dumb. I'm going to go with dumb.
6: Dumb. Because most of y'all get y'all information from the liberal news media, mm-hmm. and you haven't been listening to his firsthand information.
1: Yeah, I've been listening to his firsthand information. So I'm going to go
6: through those points okay. and explain his policies and why I agree with those policies and think that they're the best fit for America Rock on. today. Cool. I'll obviously start with his signature policy on immigration. wall um i'm sorry illegal immigration
1: okay
6: um it's illegal so i think that it's it's impossible for me to kind of go against him for saying that he wants to fix our broken illegal immigration system when it is obvious that our system is broken um we're one of the only countries in the world where you can come to and stay and end up getting benefits and uh
1: i mean that's not really true i mean like when i was in europe you go. You could travel freely between countries, and you can even just go live in another country. If you're, if it's like you're another European Union country, go ahead. Go ahead. Just you know, go cross the border, go live in that country. That's fine. No one's gonna stop you. No one can stop you. So there's plenty of countries that do have a way more open border policy than we do. Now, obviously, Mexico is probably not a country we just want a fucking totally open border with because Mexico's got a lot of fucking problems that we really don't want being imported over here. But. Um, Trump's idea about his wall, I mean, this wall is, it's not, the wall ain't gonna stop shit. And the, the real problem with this whole th- argument is, is that the problem is not even really the, a bad problem right now, because net immigration since, like, 2008 has been pretty shitty. Because guess what? When our economy tanked, the Mexicans are like, nah, nah, you can keep it, we're, we're going back to Mexico. And yeah. they're, they haven't been spilling across the borders now for eight fucking years so this is like a non-issue. Trump's like basically responding to something that was a problem before the the recession. That I mean, what, after, the after the recession, immigration went whoop.
2: Trump supporters seem to fall apart when they try and explain like, OK, yeah, that's a problem. What's he going to do about it? Even this guy, like, yeah, I agree with him on, on illegal immigration. It's a problem. OK, so what what is his plan to deal with it? Build a fucking wall and deport a million or more people? 11 million. 11 million people. Yeah. Yeah. Not going to happen. So, yeah, he, you you like that he says it's a problem, but you don't mind that his solution to the problem is something that's completely silly and unattainable. Okay.
6: Taking care of why you're here. It's funny to me that the moment he mentions, or someone, anyone mentions, illegal immigration. The first thing a liberal or a Democrat or a pro- progressive, whatever they're calling themselves today, will say is, oh, I got you. You, you. You're racist. You're racist. You're talking about Mexicans. Okay, we
1: know. just made an argument against you that had nothing to do with, you're racist. You're racist. Nope. No one said that. We're just We're just saying, like, it's not really a problem. It's not currently, like, a major problem in America, and... Like, frankly, a lot of states actually depend on the fucking... This immigration shit, especially states like California, where Paul was originally from. Like, they rely on immigra- on, on this illegal immigration. Yep. 100% they rely on it. Um, the state of California has even gone so far as to say, like, no, we don't want these policies. We need these people here doing these jobs. I don't, I don't really see the problem. Um, now, maybe in other states uh, it is stealing jobs or whatever. But, like I said net immigration zero we've lost we've lost immig- immigrants from mexico in the last 8 years we haven't gained them
2: well, we, so this these, is just a non issue americans hate illegal immigrants but they love the benefit that they provide to this nation they love walking into their fucking grocery store and getting you know a cucumber for 14 cents Like, if you really solve, if you want to really solve, and I know I've said this before, you want to really solve the illegal immigration problem in this country, go after the people that are employing illegal immigrants. Force them to pay a legal living wage to the people that pick their fruit and pick their cotton and pick their fucking vegetables. And you would see it dry up
6: immediately.
1: But we're not going to do that.
6: I think to myself, actually, You're racist because you're referring to any time I speak of illegal immigration that I only have to be talking about illegal immigrants from Mexico. When studies show that most of the visa overstays uh, come from a numerous amount of countries.
1: Yeah, that's right. Visa overstays. So that's not even a matter of like, let's build a wall to keep them out. Like they were issued visas and they stayed longer than they were supposed to. Which, by the way, Americans do that in other countries too. My girlfriend, she lived in uh, Canada for a year. She was, uh, she, the last little while she was there, she was there on an expired visa. So what? Is she a th- was she a threat to Canada? No. Most of the people who stay here on expired visas in America, not a threat to America.
6: That are here staying illegally from the Middle East, from Europe. From everywhere around the world. So okay. when, when he says he wants to fix our broken, illegal immigration system, that doesn't necessarily talk about just Mexicans.
1: Okay, but what is the necessity to do it? Why is this such a big issue? Why should this be anyone's flagship issue for their campaign in 2016? Like... I wouldn't even say it's racist. I would say it's just xenophobic. It's like, "Oh man, the problem is all these foreigners what's comes over here and then they they come over here and they overstay their welcome. And then they I don't know, they rape our women or <sighs> yeah, steal our food or whatever they're doing in this crazy fucking backwards ass narrative or
6: Mexico. But uh, yes, there are yeah. a lot of illegal immigrants that come to the United States. From Mexico, sure, which is why he says that he believes that Mexico should build the wall because he feels not gonna happen, the wall not going
3: to fucking happen. Of the
6: uh, mass amounts, the high amounts that's been sent from there, and some sent from the Mexican government. And there's been studies to show this. This, this is something that he's just coming up out of the woodworks with out of the clear blue sky. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as his comments on. <laughs> Illegal immigrants. When he first came out, and he said that Mexico has sent rapists and criminals. <laughs> you know, R- right? Rapists. Rapists.
1: I'm sorry. Am I am I racist for pointing out that that's not how that word works? Yes. Rapists. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Why you sending over them rapists?
6: Yeah. <laughs> Rapists, murderers, rapists. Oh, man. If you was black or if you was white and you heard somebody say, oh, well, you know, white people are rapists or criminals, you probably would have went crazy, too. If you said legal Uh occasions from Europe or criminals, you probably would have went crazy, too. But if you would have actually went into detail and actually researched and see what he was talking about, he actually was right. Like, he, he did his research.
1: No, he's, he's actually not right because he made it sound like the majority of people who come from Mexico are rapists and thieves and murderers. Rapists. I'm sorry, not rapists, rapistesses. Trump made it sound like that was like the majority of what we're getting, and maybe some are good people, when the reality is that, yeah, most are just good, hard-working people who just want jobs, and then there's, you know, a fringe minority that, yeah, they're, they're rapists and murderers and all that shit. And then there's Michigan. So, hold that against them. Hold the fact that they're rapists against them. Hold the fact they're murderers or thieves against them. Don't hold the fact that they're fucking immigrants against them. And, yeah, if they came here illegally, then there's a case to be made for deportion, but... Um, When you got 11 million people here illegally, deporting all of them is a fucking pipe dream. It's a fantasy. Not only that, the expense would be extraordinary. The expense would be fucking astronomical. Deport 11 million people. Do you have any idea what kind of undertaking that actually is? Do you have any idea how much more money we'd have to pay into fucking law enforcement and all kinds of other fucking systems to make that work and how long of a process that would be? And all the fucking crazy draconian shit that would have to happen for that to even go down—it's totally not worth it to fucking stop 11 million people who are fucking pretty much integrated members of society from living here.
6: Shut up. Research: Kate in San Francisco, as he brings up numerous amounts of time, numerous was killed times. by an illegal immigrant from Mexico. Yeah, who had been so deported what? multiple amount of times. Yeah, I've met people. So what? Okay, on the street. Who has told me Why don't they-
1: you fucking- If he was deported multiple times, why don't you just say, Okay, well, if someone's been deported before and we catch him back here, then they go to prison for fucking two years or whatever. Problem solved. So you get one strike and you're out. You know, first time you get deported, second time, jail. But to fucking take people who have been here for years and are fucking totally integrated in this country, maybe even had children in this country, you know, those fucking anchor babies that the founding fathers wrote into the fucking founding documents- You know, there's no, it doesn't make sense to fuck, oh, you're deported. You're gone. We're going to fucking track down all 11 million of these people and deport them because of all the criminals that work in America, this is the worst, the worst, most
2: offending group. Give me a break. It's like, it's like people, people gravitate towards the most simplistic idea. Like, okay, so we deport people and they come right back. So let's build a wall. It's never going to fucking happen. It's a silly pipe dream. We need to figure out how to deal with this internally. Uh, people are going to cross our imaginary fucking line in the sand and come into America and, and work jobs. So let's figure out how to make that sustainable. Let's make that workable. Let's not try and uh, like engage in the fantasy of building a giant fucking wall to keep people out and making that country pay for it.
3: Let's watch something uh, a little different now. All right. You want to move on from this guy? I, I
2: was willing to give him a little bit longer.
1: Okay, okay, fine. Because I kind of want to see his other stance, Trump's stances. he supports. Okay. They've
6: been deported mm-hmm. numerous amount of times. If you go commit an assault, if you go commit a battery, if you go commit a death, you're going to jail. If someone from another country here in America, for some crazy reason, if they go commit a crime, they're deported back to their home country where they can come back to America and no, commit the crime again.
1: That's not how it works, dude. If someone assaults someone in America, they don't they just deport them back to Mexico. They fucking put them in American jail. This guy you were talking about that got deported multiple times, I'm sure it wasn't, he wasn't deported because he assaulted people and shit. He was probably just deported So you mean he was I can go to other
3: countries
1: and commit crimes and not go to jail
3: and I'll just be sent back to America?
1: Yeah, like if you go to Germany and fucking go on a murder spree or something, they don't just send you back to the US like with a warning or some shit. <laughs> That's not how any country works. Wow. No country's just like, you just go on back. Go on back to your home country, even though you devastated shit over here. No.
6: This is a broken, illegal immigration system. This is a broken system, period. No matter how you look at it, and it needs to be fixed.
1: Okay. And also... That's fine. I mean, if you want to say there's problems with our immigration system, obviously with 11 million illegal people living here, you've got to admit, yeah, there's probably a problem there but are Trump's solutions the least bit reasonable or do they even have the potential of being effectual no in fact I see them creating worse problems than the ones they're attempting to solve
2: so a lot of the crime that comes here from Mexico is drug related so we have to look at our own fucking stupid drug laws that create (laughs) this high demand for shit in this country that can easily be. Easily be, be run across the fucking border. If you want the violence to stop, stop making fucking marijuana a cash crop for people that are in other countries. Start growing it here, tax it, regulate it. Then you won't have fucking roving bands of Mexican drug gangs trying to run fucking bricks of marijuana across the border.
1: Did you guys? Did you know that? Um, they. I think they said that uh, if marijuana was legalized. Uh, all across America it would be like $28 billion in revenue a year so you don't think that these like cartels down in Mexico are fucking currently fighting for a piece of this $28 billion a year fucking industry I mean it's more than that that's just what they'd make in taxes so I mean you imagine how fucking much money is made selling marijuana in America and some states have already wised up and legalized it the better the quicker this fucking whole country did that the better and also like Paul said go after these fucking employers if you don't go after the employers that hire illegal immigrants, then they're always going to come here, no matter what, because they're always incentivized to come here by knowing that they got fucking work here.
6: With the border, I agree with him saying that we need a, a wall built not just for illegal Im- immigration, but also for the protection of America. Even Louis Farrakhan said that he believes that if, you know, that Muslims, radical Islamic terrorists, would use... The route through mexico to try to come inside of america i happen to agree with that fact if i was a, a rat if you were a radical muslim some somewhere-
3: if that were the case we'd be seeing it
1: yeah not only that um, most of these fucking radical muslims are just gonna fucking do the easier thing and get fucking travel visas to come here or they're going to fucking sneak in in any other number of ways. Like do you have any idea how many fucking ships and shit move through America all the time? You don't think they could pay to stow away on one of those fucking ships. They can't inspect all the fucking ships and every fucking shipment. They don't know what fucking comes into this country. <laughs> it's I true. mean you might catch a few, but you know, basically the only way you're going to keep all undesirables out of the country is if you just live in a fucking draconian police state. Like if that's what you want, cool but that's that's dumb i don't want that personally it's dumb i think it's dumb personally i do i mean maybe uh-huh. some people are like you know draconian police state sound pretty good i want every fucking crack and crevice of our border to have an armed guard
6: just waiting if any undesirables come along to shoot them Where in one of the middle eastern com- countries and didn't like america you have a broken way of getting in right now nobody's checking them so they obviously you know you could get in, too. So I agree with that. The wall needs to be built, I mean, for the okay. protection of America. Cool. More, more drones, more fencing, something as far as the border. Yep. Um, the economy. Okay. Donald Trump We're moving on to something else. in fixing our trade deals. How in the world do we have a $500 billion dollar deficit per year with China and we owe them $2 trillion? But yet, their economy relies on us to thrive.
1: Okay, we live in a global economy now. Um, these trade deals, like, the major problem with the trade deals like NAFTA and shit is just the outsourcing aspect. I mean, yep. uh, Trump is right to oppose those, in my opinion. I pretty much agree with Trump on this one. Um, yeah, I mean, like, deals like NAFTA or shit, the TPP that they're trying to push through is shit. Um, They're basically just, they they do, they butt fuck the American economy. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't know how Trump gets out of NAFTA, though. I don't really think there is a way for him to do that. He says he's going to do it. Maybe he has a plan. I doubt it. I think he just is very cocksure and like, yeah, I'm going to fucking take care of it. But one of the few upsides of voting for Trump is that if TPP doesn't get through before the next president takes office, then chances are we won't be seeing that, which is one good thing about voting for Trump. I'll give you that one.
6: So we owe you money. Our deficit is ridiculous in as far as what we trade you to what you trade us.
1: I mean, you're aware that it's the American people buying these Chinese goods, Right. I mean, like, if the, yep. if the American people really had a problem with this arrangement, they could just say, I'm not buying anything made in China.
3: Yeah, do you shop at Walmart?
1: I mean, I guarantee uh-huh. you that that flag behind you might have been made in China, man. I've seen American flags, and I've looked at the label. It's like, made in
2: China, so. <laughs> oh, all of these bad trade deals are a result of unrealistic expectations of the American people. Like, they, they want to buy shit fucking super cheap, and this is how you do it. You outsource fucking labor to countries where there's no labor laws and they can make your fucking cell phone for pennies on the dollar and then you reimport it. So even if Trump does um, manage to dismantle these crooked trade deals, uh, you're gonna have people, probably this guy, talking about how they can't afford to buy shit anymore. You know, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Either shit's more expensive and it's made here where there are rules on how you have to treat your fucking employees or it's made in fucking China. Pick one.
1: Well, we can always make it here and just get rid of all those rules that protect employees, you know?
6: Yeah, we can do that.
1: (laughs) Get back to the roaring
6: 20s, man. But yet, you rely on us in order for you to even exist. (laughs) This was a horribly negotiated trade deal. Any person in sales, any salesman on earth wouldn't take this deal. Like. A car salesman, you go to him and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to give you $500, and I'm going to take that $50,000 Tahoe.
1: That's not – I mean, that's really – that's extremely (laughs) simplistic Uh, and wrong. I mean, like, you you can't equate, like, the trade relations between two countries buying and selling goods (laughs) to each other with, you know, the debt that governments accrue to one another. Those are really not related in any tangible way. You know, one is, like, a matter of, like, private industry doing what private industry does within the confines of the system we create for them. And the other is, you know, governments come into accords with one another about, yeah, we're going to borrow this much from you, and then you get this much from us and all this other shit. So Yeah, I mean it doesn't really. Those two things are like very separate, and you're kind of trying to make them all the same. And I don't blame you for doing that because Trump does it all the time in his rhetoric. So you're kind of being led into believing that way, but it's really a very faulty way of looking at things. Anyway, we can move on. All right, he's dumb. Let's watch this crazy
3: video. It's a black woman versus Chinese woman crazy fight on bus in Chinatown.
1: Now this sounds fun.
8: i
11: just another day on uni oh
0: wow
3: it's
1: a clash so, of cultures yeah yeah what, what the what, clash of clans
12: yeah. You are
3: stupid. What did she, did she say? You are stupid. I think she you are
12: did. Stupid. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> you are stupid. <laughs> stupid.
3: You are stupid.
1: Ah!
12: Stupid. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fire! You are stupid. No mercy. Just fight.
1: fight. Fight, 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 fight,
12: fight, fight.
1: What do you think is going to happen? I think they're going to fight. Yeah. They're going to fight. What do you think will happen, though? Oh, I don't know. Maybe the Chinese lady will fucking do some, like, jujitsu shit. (sighs) I don't know. We'll see. Guys, like, I feel like my face is more interesting than what's going on, actually. Yeah.
8: Stop it.
3: Stop it. Stop it. Chinese ladies going crazy. Chinese ladies freaking out.
8: Stop it. that Stop it.
12: Alright.
1: You done made your point. Back up. Take your seat. Huh.
12: Oh Sit
3: down, bitch. She was like pounding on her head. Yeah. yeah.
12: This crazy.
8: <laughs> Sit
2: down, bitch. A big game, but then she dipped the fuck out immediately as the violence started. She's like, oh shit, let me get off this bus. She threw the she
1: first passed- blow. She did. So she yeah, has no one to blame but herself.
2: Half-hearted punch on the Chinese lady, and the Chinese lady just fucking started ramming her fucking head. And she just yeah.
3: <laughs> All right. So I guess there is a bunch of these assholes going to Target and fucking with people. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. So here is another one. I've seen this one. Attention,
12: Target customers! Do not be deceived. Target would have you believe with their Mother's Day place that they love mothers and children. This is a deception. This is not love, and they've proven it by opening their bathrooms to perverted men. I am a mother of 12, and I am very disgusted.
1: Whoa. Mother of 12. Of 12. Oh. And she's banging the Bible and screaming in Target. What a fucking good example for your kids. Your 12 fucking kids. Your 12 water headed little fucking manatee. Manatee pups. Swimming around in the kiddie pool. Shit.
8: Oh. By
12: this wicked practice, Target does we- not protect mothers and children. Mothers, get your children out of this store. Mothers have enough decency to get out of this store. It's a dangerous place. Okay. This is not loving. What Target has done is very hateful. It's hateful towards families. It's hateful towards mothers. It's
3: hateful. What would you say if you saw this bitch walking around like you're at Target shopping for some stuff? I mean, like, I feel like
1: probably I would just, like, avoid yeah,
2: talking I mean, to her. I mean, immediately the thought that comes to mind is, oh, great. Just another fucking thing I have to deal with being in a place I don't want to be in. Now some crazy bitch is just going to run around screaming. Great. Great.
1: Yep, and she's I love how she's holding up the Bible and yep. I'm here to tell you targets dangerous. Keep your kids away. Even though mine are here behind me Like what?
12: towards children America, when are you gonna wake up? When are you gonna stand up for the right things America? To up for children. Are you gonna let the devil for rape men? your children America? It's time to let stand up and ra- have a voice.
2: That's the policy. Instead of That's the policy that, that, that uh, per- Target has instituted. Like devil rape now okay in Target bathrooms. Yeah, let your kids go in and get raped in a Target bathroom <laughs> by the devil. And we see that happening so. We see that happening so much all over the world where there are unisex bathrooms and public bathrooms that you can go into no matter what your sex is. Yeah, tons of rape. Tons of guys just. Putting cameras in the toilets and shit. No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus. Christ. I think there's just. I, I just think they go in there and then where the urinal used to be, there's just a fucking demon there with a big boner. Like, yep, slide little Billy on here. Or if you're in the girls' restroom, be like, um, yep, slide little Sally down. The stall just has a demon in it. rah, With like spiked dick. And it's like Satan. It's
12: taking over this no, no, nation. No, no, Give me your you children.
1: Ah! I, I, I am, am the, the devil.
12: Send a penny of my money here. Good. This is wicked. Good. This is confusion. Leave. This is twisted.
1: Leave. Goodbye.
12: Goodbye. Abominable in the sight of God. Robins. Good. Good. Quick
8: and target. And oh, God is it. Get
7: out. Is coming on this nation and
2: target. Good. Wow. Rock that on. Guy was, that guy waited till the last second. He had the he had the period on this sentence. Oh, Target. The wrath of this nation is coming down on target. Oh, well that that's the one. You know, the, the lady's diatribe, diatribe didn't convince me, but this dude, his la- his parting shot, man, I'm not shopping here anymore.
1: He, he it took the dude, wind would, out of your sails, Paul.
2: Nobody's <laughs> going to stop uh, shopping at Target because they're going to allow transgendered people <clears throat> to use the restroom that, that fits their personality. Um, no children are going to get raped in Target bathrooms. Uh, uh, not only that, like,
1: up. the thing is, like, Transgender people have always just gone in whatever the bathroom they want is anyway You know, it's never been it's never been like This big struggling issue really. I mean like they've always like if you're fucking identifying as a woman and you fucking are going through the hormone treatment and all this shit and you're altering your appearance and shit then Yeah, you're probably gonna be going in the women's restroom it yeah, never, like there was never, this. there was never like mass rapes going on before.
2: No. They act like the, this new Target policy is going to be like, you know, it's going to cause this rash of like normal guy, like rapist dudes. I'm going to put a wig and a fucking dress on and go to Target so I can look at little girls pee. Like that isn't going to happen. That hasn't happened before. Um, it's not going to happen again. Uh, it's not even, it's not even, it's not even just, like
1: these bathrooms are like, you know, these big open areas with toilets just, you know, scattered around, you know, there there's like stalls and privacy and, you know, most women, if they have a young girl will fucking go in there with the girl, you know, anyway, you know, most people don't like, just send like a four year old into the bathroom by themselves.
2: I don't know. The only time I can think of something like this happening has been employees of the store installing like little cameras and shit. Like it's not fucking transgendered people deciding like now's the time I'm going to go to the target to creep stalk some fucking little boy. It doesn't work that way. It hasn't worked that way. America you done
1: sinned.
3: So, uh, <laughs>
2: I kind of hope this trend continues, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I actually have a bunch of these videos that people have sent us.
1: Oh, really? Let's, yeah. let's see another one, I guess. You, you want to watch another sure. one? Sure.
3: Let's take another look. All let's right. take a look at another motherfucker I think, doing this. I think, I think this one.
1: Is, is this Joseph the, Martelli doing is this? This? The one we, this is not the one we've already seen, I don't think. I don't know. Let's just take a look. No, it's another Bible-thumping asshole. He's gonna come speak. Gonna proselytize to the people.
7: Attention, Target shoppers. Your bathroom policy has provoked the wrath of Almighty God, the vengeance (laughs) of God.
1: No. I think if, if it really provoked the wrath of God, like every Target. In America would just be like struck by lightning simultaneously and
2: burn the ground.
3: Which chapter of the Bible does God talk about his bathroom policy? Well, I, I, I,
2: which chapter of the Bible does it talk about God, like, uh, bringing his wrath about by sending some loudmouth asshole into a <laughs> Like, that's the wrath of God, is this idiot fucking disrupting everybody's shopping day with his fucking insane religious diatribe. The wrath of God is here. In the Bible, he fucking flooded the world, burned things, turned entire cities into ash. Killed nowadays, firstborn,
1: sent locusts, you know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Now Nowadays, God just sends some Fucking loudmouth into a store. (laughs) Scream at you.
1: God is mad, everybody! God
2: is mad!
7: I self identify as the new Target CEO, and every single one of you employees has been fired. You are officially terminated for allowing this perversion for bringing your children into this store that opens the bathroom
1: door to- I love the guy who's kind of coming at him and he's like eh, I don't really want to deal with this by myself I'm gonna go get some other people yeah. like let me just grab someone predators.
7: else shame on you America and shame on you parents for putting your money into a sick twisted company you will okay. be held accountable for God you will, be, you will stand before God and the judgment of God Lewis. will fall on you Lewis. for every single Lewis. dollar that you put into this store. Okay. You
1: target employees. Lewis. Lewis. Get on out the shot, yeah. Lewis. So what is this big redneck standing by him? Is that like his like security guy so no one will go stop him from doing his proselytizing? But
3: Probably. Yeah, man. You mess with what he say. You mess with me, man. <laughs> Stop! Bro.
7: You parents need to go put all the products back on the shelf! Put the products back on the shelf, walk out no. of the store, go to no. Walmart, find another store! Shame on no. you! You ought to be ashamed of yourselves! Let men go into the women's bathroom! Letting women go into the men's bathroom! What's wrong with you? You've
1: lost your mind. Yep, they've lost their minds. The
2: guy the, goes into Target, screaming at everybody. He's sane. Look at the giant rush of, of newly converted shoppers heading back <laughs> to put all their shit back. Too. To get, get out of here.
1: I might be damning my soul to hell right now. Yeah. People are just like, nah. No, People no,
2: are just, just trying I to just ignore it. A fucking toaster. Like, I just wanted to come here and get a new toaster. Let me get out of here. Good job, Christians of America. Good.
1: Straight to hell. Right.
11: Great preaching,
1: brother. Great preaching. How you feeling? Anointed. 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 (laughs) He feels anointed. Look at that swagger in his step like, yeah. What I just did was pretty cool. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, fuck you
2: and annoying, and no policy is going to change because of it. Here,
1: uh, Here's
3: a video of a guy doing a Ouija seance where he ends up actually communicating with Prince through the great beyond. Cool.
1: Hate. Wow. Oh. Just hold on. <laughs> What? Let me just process this right for a minute. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All righty. So this guy exists. All right. That's cool. Let's, uh, let's so see what he has awesome to say, I guess.
4: To be with you. Well, here it is. It's Saturday night, huh? I'm telling you. Where does the week go? But I don't thank know. Where, where does it, it go? To the weekend. And it's time for Wait, do you have a job <laughs> seance. Well. A lot of you have been writing to me and saying, Psychic Bob, we haven't seen a Ouija board seance in a long time. Will you do that for us? And you know, Psychic Bob's always listening to the call of the viewers. (laughs) So I thought tonight we'd change things up a little bit. Not to worry, next week we'll go back to channeling. So don't worry, we will have that.
1: Don't worry now. Everybody, channeling fans. Don't worry. Next week, it's back to channeling. But I'm just going to give the Ouija lovers a little bit of what they like. Fuck yeah, Psychic Bob. Thank you. Thank you. How many people Psychic Bob have in his audience? Tons. (laughs) They love him. He's like the fat, white, ugly Miss Cleo. (laughs) I guess Miss Cleo is pretty ugly, too. But Jesus. She wasn't this unpleasant.
4: But tonight I thought we'd do a different type of channeling. Cool. We gather and do a Ouija board seance. Yeah. Ouija.
1: Ouija. So I've got my Ouija trusty board.
4: Ouija board here. Ouija. And we're going to see what's what's happening between the worlds.
1: Cool.
4: Anyways, uh, so gather around your chairs. Uh, before we begin, let's gather take Gather around our
1: chairs? Okay. You know, we're already just like watching a YouTube video here. <laughs>
2: we're Where already are we gonna- gathered.
1: Yeah, I mean like we're already pretty much sitting where we're gonna sit, so don't worry about and it. Let's
4: just offer a prayer and a tune to the spirit world. Okay. Okay. Mother, Father, God, thank you for this night of the bathroom. We <laughs> Which thank bathroom you does God you use for communion with yeah. the other side. And we asked now that the door be opened between the worlds, okay,
1: and that open the door. We receive
4: the highest and the best in communication. Yeah, I
1: do want to get all higher. invite our spirit
4: point. guides, our angels, our master teachers, and loved ones, come and be with us as we now seek communion with your world, the spirit world. Okay, and rock on, Mother, Father, <coughs> God, <for> our gathering. <coughs> so <might> it be, <coughs> Amen. Rock on. Well, guys, gather around and let's see what the spirit world has. As we open the door, right, tonight, sweet. I call forth my spirit guides, yeah. Richard and Rose.
1: Richard and Rose.
3: Get them out there. Are
4: either of you here? Give us a sign.
3: Yes, make my hands push Give this us thing. A sign. Okay, I'm getting some pull. Uh, yeah, yeah. Totally not doing it himself. Nope. It's going nope. on its own. Ooh, I'm scared.
4: <clears throat> yes. Thank you.
1: Yes.
4: Who am I speaking with? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who it am says I speaking uh, with?
3: Circle R Milton Bradley.
6: F?
1: F? No. What
4: happens next? F <laughs> L L is this Fletcher Is this Fletcher I'm speaking with?
1: No bitch, Fletcher. ain't no Fletcher. Who the fuck is Fletcher? That's um sounds like the 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 grand spirit of douchebags yes. or something.
4: <gasps> Holy Thank shit, it's you, Fletcher. 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 Fletcher is Rose oh, Fletcher with is us his tonight? gatekeeper guy,
1: Rose is not here. She's busy at the yes. ghost store. Yes?
4: Oh shit. Okay, wonderful. Rose, yeah. are you here? Are you here? You, you just asked if she was there.
3: Presence? Yeah, Fletcher told you that Rose was Rose, there. Rose,
4: are you here?
1: Do you not trust Fletcher? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what? He's supposed to be yeah. your fucking spirit guide, and you're just... How you know? I <laughs> mean, it could still be Fletcher Rose's moving this shoot. shit. For all yep. you know, Fletcher's just sitting there on the other side. Yeah, she's here. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rose is tied up in his fucking basement. <laughs> <laughs> A Oh wow, this is riveting. A B
4: R oh God. I can't believe he's here. Prince is here. Okay, now this Butcher, is part of Prince Rose, shows is up. Is this Prince that's coming through, the one who recently died?
1: Yeah, it is. It's Prince. Yes. yes. Holy yes. shit. Prince. Prince just couldn't is wait to you? talk to Psychic Bob. Oh, yes. oh my yes. thank god. It's it is. Prince. It's Prince. You can feel the aura at peace? of Prince coming through. Yes, he's at are peace. Are you at
4: peace?
1: Yes. Yes, he's at yes. peace. He's at peace. Well, thank God that's fucking resolved, man. I was wondering <laughs> if Prince yeah. was at peace or not. Yeah. Psychic what Bob. Oh. For all you people out there wondering, man, is Prince at peace right now? Psychic you, Bob Psychic has Bob. cleared it up. <laughs> thank you, Psychic Bob. What else do we have? We have um... a fat man as <laughs> compelling as a fat man moving to let dude, you know what a Ouija board is. Dude, it is. Yeah, you love it.
3: <laughs> uh... <laughs> All right. Here.
9: Hi, you guys. Whoops. I've been really busy. Uh, I added a new web page to my website. What happened is I was going to IMDb, the Internet Internet Movie Database, which Mm -hmm. all Hollywood stars have a page. Anyone who works for Hollywood or anybody who works for the entertainment industry really don't say. I gotta check out this. What is it called
1: again? IMDb. Yeah, I'll be sure to check that out, Gail. Thanks. Yeah,
9: IMDb page, and I find that when you do a search on somebody, if they're a celebrity, they one of the first things that shows up is their IMDB page. Yeah. And I noticed that I had an IMDB page, which wow. I thought was interesting because I've never really set one up. And I noticed the drunken peasants set me up there and they put because they have used some of my some of my footage in their, you know, in their uh show broadcast without my permission, but you know.
1: Who cares? I'm
9: so used to Jesuits and their supporters putting my stuff up without my permission that I'm. I,
1: I... Sorry, Gail. You know us Jesuits. Yeah, she's us fucking Jesuits, man. Take the Jesuit challenge. It was
2: good. It was good to be with you guys for the last couple of weeks, so that we could all take time to edit Gail's IMDb page. Exactly.
1: Um, that was the main reason was... you were here, after all. Yeah. yeah. Jesuit meetings, you know. We're Jesuits, it's cool.
9: I'm just too busy to fight this stuff in court. So anyways, I thought, you know what, I would really, since they already had me on IMDb, I went in and tried to edit the site. It took me a while to figure out how to do it, but I found there were some limitations. Like, if you want to mention spouse, and I thought that's kind of tricky for me because I consider myself married to Brent Spiner, but... (laughs)
3: Yeah, uh, But yeah.
1: unfortunately, it's, it, IMDB publishes the lie that he's married to Laurie McBride. Yeah, and by the way, if you search Laurie McBride on Google, a picture of Gail Cord Schuler does come up. <laughs> uh, at least it used to be that way. Maybe they've fixed it since, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> this is Laurie McBride, everybody. So anybody right. who looks up wonder who Brunch Spiner's married to is going to see Gail's face, so Google confirms that Gail is, in fact... <laughs> You know, there's a case to be made here. It's true. Google.
9: I'm not really legally married to him totally in the technical sense of the word. Mm. So I can't add him. And I noticed Lori McBride at her IMDb page has Brent Spiner listed as her spouse. "This (sighs) This is outrageous. So many lies here at IMDb. And then you go to Brent Spiner. Brent doesn't have any control over his online presence right now. His clone has practically stolen his identity everywhere. It's really sad. It so I thought sad. I need to have That's an tragic. IMDb page.
1: Yeah, I saw his clone eating a sandwich. Yeah, it was weird, man. It was crazy being that close to the Brent Spiner clone, dude. Yeah, watch it. He, he looks so real. And when he talked, you really believed it was Brent Spiner. Yeah. It was crazy. Almost like it was. It was almost like there is no Brent Spiner clone, and he actually is the real Brent Spiner, <laughs> but we know that's not possible. Yeah, I mean, like, how
3: did the Brent Spiner clone interact with, you know, the the other actors from Star Trek The Next Generation, and none of them, you know, people who worked with him for so long, what was it, like seven or eight seasons?
1: Um, dude, I should have fucking... How none of Brent, them notice? I should have gone up to Brent Spiner and just be like, dude, uh, FYI, uh, I know you know about her, Gail Cord, Gail Cord Schuler. I've seen her walk in the halls around here. So huh. just be extra cautious, Brent, because I'm pretty sure I saw her, man. <laughs> Freak his ass out a little bit.
2: Brent cancels his well, fucking his appearance would, and shit. No, his clone would react with fear. Brent, Brent, the real Brent Spiner, the non-Jesuit clone Brent Spiner, would be excited to hear about Gail. So clearly if he's freaked out and doesn't want to talk about it, it's you know, because it's his clone.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure it was the clone, so I just wanted to freak out the clone a little bit, you know? Got it. Because the clone of Brent Spiner, you know, he he's fucking fears Gail Cord because, you know, her power. You know,
3: uh, the Vigilant Christian has made the prediction that America will collapse very soon. No, you're thinking about your psyche, Vigilant Christian. Sorry. <laughs> hey,
11: everyone, it's the Vigilant Christian Mario, and you're here for another end-time report. I like how Obama's laughing video. about it.
1: I wanted to go ahead and make. A well, I was like, "Ha ha! Fucking America's collapsed! <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished!" Yeah. By the way, bitches, I really was born in Kenya. Peace out! Ha ha ha! You prankster, Obama. A prediction that the United States of America will Peace collapse.
11: Out. There will come a civil war that will lead to martial law, and then mm-hmm. eventually all rights, yep. liberties, and freedoms will be taken away, cool. and the good old days of the American dream will be over, and Americans will find themselves in the American nightmare. Oh. And if you're a Canadian like me, an Australian, a European, we're all going down with them. Cool. So, doesn't really matter. So most free Taking nations you all that are with part us, of this bitches. alliance here will be collapsing. Because there is a plan to establish a new world order. Okay, I want you when? to remember. Hold
1: on. Uh, so I thought this was... I mean, I, you, you, I thought it was already established. You already said, look, they already control all of government according to you. And they already control all of media according to you. So... What's, what fucking step remains? Yeah, what are they waiting for? Yeah, like, what's, like are they just, like, wait until the arbitrary time? Are they, are they, like, waiting for Satan's birthday or something? You know? I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> what's, what's going on? Huh? And by the way, predicting America is going to collapse when our choices for President are Hillary and Trump. I mean, that's an easy one, man. Anybody could predict that now. Shit this video
11: if you're a skeptical person and you doubt what I'm about to tell you when these things begin to happen I want you to place this deep in your memory bank so okay. that you can recall it and know that I spoke on the behalf of God to warn you that uh-huh. these events were going to take All place right. God it. has always risen up people to uh, okay. talk yep. and uh-huh. preach sure prophesy
1: against coming calamities I have a question like, why didn't God pick someone who could get to the fucking point
2: point? Yeah,
3: and someone that more that- people take seriously
2: That always is, uh, that's something that constantly shows up in this type of narrative I'm anointed, like, they've got God's superpowers. God chose me to tell all of you plebs that the world is gonna fucking collapse. Like, why did God choose you? Um, how did God choose you? How did God choose you and not choose all of the other 50,000 people on YouTube that are saying the same shit?
1: Yeah, and also, like, if God was going to choose someone to convey this to America, wouldn't he choose someone that America would actually fucking maybe believe? Like, you know, maybe before Reagan died, you know, he suddenly, he's in his wheelchair, he's all frail, intellectually feeble, but then all of a sudden he rises to his feet! And his eyes are fucking full of comprehension again. And he tells America, oh, Doom approaches. God has, I speak through, I'm a vessel of the Lord. And ah, you know, like, and then America be like, Holy shit, take this no. seriously. Reagan rose from his chair. Or maybe Reagan gave him rise from his grave. wow. That happened in the Bible plenty of times. Why not? Reagan fucking... Reagan's grave is empty. And then he's fucking walking amongst the people, preaching the end times. Zombie Reagan. Fuck yeah.
2: Why not that? Uh, I'd uh, do that if I was God. Let's just pick a a five-year-old boy and we'll make a movie called uh, Heaven is for Real. Yeah, that's who who God is anointing. (laughs) That was an admitted admitted scam.
1: One of them was. There's actually multiple. Oh, but, really? Yeah, they're all scams. Uh, yeah, I went to heaven and I saw my granddaddy, but he was young because everyone in heaven is young. It's like okay, so if you die as a fetus, are you just a fetus forever, or you just turn like 20 magically? Yeah, yeah.
3: Is there like a is there like a median age? Like you get to
1: choose. Everyone in heaven is 21 years old. <laughs> Everyone, everyone in heaven's a toddler. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who fucking knows? I guess uh, everyone in heaven being really old and feeble doesn't sound all that great. Like, uh, heaven! Oh, shit, my back still hurts. Oh, this ain't gonna be a fun eternity. Shit. Yeah. Files
11: and- Tribulation. They don't ever really nations. touch on that. He did
1: it all the time in the days
11: of Israel. He would rise up prophets that would speak out and say, "There is coming judgment. Coming. God is upset. He's bringing judgment on the nation." And the people oftentimes would reject the prophets' calling and warning, but God would bring judgment. Mm. The United States of America yeah, has decided the, the, to turn the, its pro- back. The
2: problem is, is that in the Bible, God would eventually go ahead and bring some judgment. Like he'd be like, "Okay, you didn't listen to the prophets. Here's a big." flood here's some fucking locusts once again <clears throat> like god's judgment seems to have been downgraded over the last couple thousand years to like and now his judgment is people screaming in a fucking target and and mario making yet another the world's gonna end video
1: okay but i mean like this whole world end shit i mean like if you go around predicting disaster i mean disasters do happen eventually there will be a disaster of some kind and you can easily just say she told you I can go around saying disaster, 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 and then you know, something happens. Maybe the drought in California gets worse. Maybe the fucking water under fucking Kansas and that the big underground aquifer fucking runs out and all of them, and America's fucked. Or maybe the bees die off to the point where crops aren't getting fertilized enough anymore. There's all kinds of shit that can fucking go wrong. There's all kinds of disasters looming on the fucking horizon. So to just say like disaster's coming, like no fucking shit. You don't need the Bible to know that. You just have to pay attention.
11: ...on God and therefore will bring about swift judgment cool. upon themselves because well, of this. Not very swift. So what I want to
2: do in... T- not very swift. We've been, we've been walking the wrong path for a <laughs> long time now, Mario, and God's judgment is still not upon us. So not you can't really call it swift judgment when he takes thousands of years to do it. It's just like how they said Jesus would return quickly. Yeah. He'll be back be soon. Now. Any day. <laughs> Jesus just left
1: for a pack of cigarettes, and he said he'd be back in five minutes. And that was 2,000 years ago.
2: He'll be back Christian in five minutes. In all of Christian he- history. Jesus coming soon. Yeah, any day now, he's coming back. Paul,
1: why do you sound like you're fucking coming to us from, like, a giant fucking cathedral or something?
2: I don't know. There's so much echo. It's like Yeah, it's no, like total no, no, reverb. No,
4: no, 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 no.
2: Oh, Paul. it's, Paul, it's Paul, that Paul. bad? Yeah, I it's no pretty... Fucking, you it's guys have really echoey. I have, I have no fucking clue, dude.
1: Sounds better now for some
3: reason. It's all right. I mean, I
2: don't something? know.
1: It seems no. like when he starts talking, it gets better. But like when he first starts talking, it's worse. I don't know what it is. Oh, well. Whatever. We'll worry about that some other time. Uh, so yeah, this video is bullshit and uh, Mario's stupid. Yep. <laughs>
3: Let's see. Let's do... Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. Oh, please don't. Come on, Ben. <laughs> <sighs> oh, shit, my fucking bridges.
12: Thanks, Mario! I guess! Because we tried to else. convince ourselves okay. that it really wasn't our fault, I want to give a big fuck you to all the men who make my anger possible!
1: Alright, so before we even start, um, it doesn't make any sense. It has the same fucking non-rhyme scheme. It's in the same cadence as every single one of these other fucking shitty poems. And it's going to be painful. It's going to hurt. And that's it. And, let's, let's watch. And the
2: people, out, the people out in the audience will be unnaturally excited about it, too. There'll be, there'll be two or three people out there going, Woo!
7: Yeah!
1: Is it Trigglypuff? Puff?
3: <laughs> okay. Uh any
1: time now, lady. How much build-up do you need?
0: the man in the car who
1: shouted... Hey, she's pretty big, man. It takes a long time to like, take an inhale big enough for her to spit this out. She's sitting there. Fat Oh, yeah. It's okay, because I'm fat. And you're fat, too, you fat fuck.
0: Like a big girl in bed, baby. Yeah. More room to paint on. I said nothing. I pretended you meant paint. I walked away complimented.
1: In class, I learned about the tradition of the pastoral landscape. Yeah, baby, more cushion for the pushing, you know what I'm saying, man? <laughs> when a bitch dis fat anywhere a hole, you know what I'm saying, man? You just make Any- a little crevice anywhere wherever you want, man. It good, man. You know what I'm talking about.
0: How it tames the wild out that nature mm. is a very horse, <sighs> most useful it's broken.
1: Ah. There, I remember how Oh, that was an ooh line right there. Ooh, mm-hmm. The
0: horse is us. soul oh. limbs dangled
12: out of the car. I mm-hmm. remember
0: your mouth. Not your own. You said darling. Darling. body is like a landscape. The rolling hill of you. The orchard I was set on fire to match the color of your mouth for a moment. I think
1: he meant it. Desirability is a clever thief. Desirability is a clever thief. Some man complimented my body, piece of shit. Snap, 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 girlfriend. (laughs)
0: He steals you away from your body. Cast subject as object if it means I am wanted. And I know bodies like mine can only be
1: talked about in metaphor. Yeah, well... Most people use metaphor or talk about that kind of shit. I mean, what, what, basically, when, when guys don't use no metaphor, when they're just like, damn, baby, i like to fuck that fat ass, you're like, oh, my God, no. But then when they try to do some poetic <laughs> shit, you're like, oh, my God, no. So what do you want? No one, what is what, 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 the expectation? What's giving you an approved comment that someone
2: can say to you? No, you're never supposed to talk at all about a woman's body TJ you're never supposed to remark on it you're never supposed to compliment anybody um no no speaking about a woman's body in public
1: okay I'll just sew my fucking lips shut my
0: stomach could be the curve of a sand dune my calves a flexing ocean you could hook up with a mountain of a body you could describe it later as legs you climbed all the way up but a fat body a dirty sidewalk too big to be worthy of a human form. Mm. So when I describe myself, mm. I talk about
1: the. Mmm, mm. yeah. Mmm, mm. mm. poignant. Mmm, yeah. Mmm, wow. Profound. Really makes you think. Yeah. Mm. ooh. Mm. Mm.
0: a skyline, a galaxy
1: of a woman, a
0: power a galaxy vastness. of a woman. I ask myself if I could be the sun streaking someone else's sky awake. Desirability means that my favorite compliment came when a man told me
1: that my mouth reminded him of a jar of fireflies on a hot southern night. What? What? That's a weird thing to say, man. So, that's what you want to hear? Baby? That's okay. (laughs) Baby, your mouth is like a jar of bugs whose fucking asses light up. (laughs) It's like, what? And that's the one you're like, damn, finally a good compliment. A jar of bugs whose fucking asses light up. Oh my god. Go take a shit down your own fucking throat. I don't even know what that means, but that's how I feel. (laughs) I have no idea
0: what the jar of fire is like. (laughs) Something you can hang up and show off to strangers in
1: this piece. someone tried to hang you up, the wall would collapse. Whoa. Sorry.
0: <laughs> that Shows the nature is a frenzied swarm, but
1: goddamn how pretty. I don't give a fuck if she's fat. I just know it's like a sensitive topic for us. so fuck her. You know, like, could be in such a butthurt bitch. Wah, wah, boo-hoo. You're fat, I, no I, one gives a shit. I would say there's a lot of sensitive topics uh, with her. Oh my god. If you even exist too close to her, it's, it's going to trigger her, so what are you going to do? Of course, who could really get too close to her? <laughs> Unless you get caught in the gravity.
0: The oh. There are days the body positivity movement does not prepare you for Like the day you have to take your body back from the only way people allow themselves to find it beautiful to say that my mouth does not firefly. My body is not a landscape. I am not a fucking orchard or a box of root fruit on the road you stop at on the way to some beautiful hillside. Yeah, you're right.
1: You're none of those things. You're just a big, fat, stupid bitch. The end. (laughs) Yeah. Big, fat, that stupid, stupid bitch. T.J called it, guys, That thar is a big, fat, stupid <laughs> bitch. Holy shit., oh, I'm
3: so high.
2: Like well, what is the uh, how's this flipped to where, like now, so what? Now we're responsible for being attracted to something that we're not attracted to. Like, it, it, this seems like a lament for, like, my body is this way and men don't like it. Well, um, I'm a fat guy and my body is this way and chicks don't typically like it. Um, but I keep eating. Uh, Shut uh, up, uh, sis, het,
1: fucking male oppressor sack of shit.
2: I, yeah, I like, I'm probably going to go to McDonald's after the show is done tonight because wa- w- women drooling over me in public is not my first priority in the world. My first priority is to... Eat McDonald's. So there you go. You don't hear me bitching.
3: TJ's thinking about getting McDonald's now. I just saw the look. You saw the gears turning. Yeah, yeah. the one gear. The one eh, gear. (laughs)
1: Shink. It moved one thing. Oh, McDonald's. Yeah, me too. Dude, I'd rather I'd rather go to IHOP than McDonald's. Mm, It takes too long. Oh, man. Mickey D's, you're, Mickey D's, you're too lazy. Mickey D's. Uh, Mickey D's going down to the Mickey D's. The totally. only thing that gives me pause is that the McDonald's by me is like one of the worst yeah. fucking McDonald's Fuck that. ever. Fuck that. Ever. By McDonald's. the way, not
2: that it has anything to do with what we're watching, but I want to thank TJ and uh, his girlfriend for giving me what is possibly the fucking most annoying illness that I've ever had. Like I get these waves of nausea for no reason, and my head is just pounding and thumping like all AIDS. fucking night. It it's called AIDS.
1: Off. Yeah, dude. I it's a, a fun one.
2: Fucking AIDS.
1: It was fun. I had it for like a week and a half, and now she's had it for a week, and now you're going to have it for probably more than a week. And enjoy. Awesome. Enjoy Thank your you. suffering. Enjoy, you. ma- enjoy your life being made even more miserable than it already I, I, is.
2: I was just trying to think of some metaphor, you know, frame some argument for this chick. And it's like, body's like, nope, here's a wave of fucking nausea. Are you going to puke, Paul? You might. You might puke. You might want to think about getting the... It sucks.
1: If you do puke, be sure to do it on camera because that will help. Ratings. Paul pukes on the air. That's like the header of the fucking video the second that happens in fact if you get like a big bucket to just or you could like a clear glass even and you could just go and fill it up i think repsion did that yes once, he didn't did they? don't jack repsion's thing paul no. come on <laughs> you're better than that. plagiarism you're better than that
3: you're better than that paul hey guys give the video a thumbs up
1: yeah give it a thumbs fucking up so do we want to do uh, another video or what I think we're pretty much, we're pretty close to wrap time. Yeah, yeah, we are. I think we're going to do a post show though, so stay tuned. All right. So we're going to go to the post show right now. All right, everyone, give us a thumbs up, subscribe to it if you're not subscribed already. Fucking join us on Patreon and Audible and all those places and fuck yeah, rock on. Peace.
2: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw